BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey. What's up? Hey, today's episode is uh, brought to you by Squarespace. God, I'm so excited. That's that's Jeff, everybody. Jeff is a you're a comedian, right? Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> he said he's very excited. Jeff McManus, hanging out here in uh, Raleigh. I'm in Raleigh. Oh, let's talk about Squarespace. Jeff gets excited. So excited. See, he listen. He he really is. You know, Squarespace. It's, it's an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. It's amazing. It's an online portfolio. What? For a free trip. Free? Free. Free, yeah, I tried it. It's good? Yeah. It's crazy. It is, re- it is good, actually. Sick tits, man. All right, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> 20% off? They're going to go out of business. Sometimes these companies do it. You know why? Because they know they have something good to offer, and they know if people do it. Yeah, okay, maybe they do know what they're doing. Let me tell you something. Use the code GLASS2, and it starts at just $8 a month. Shut the fuck up. What was the code? GLASS. That's the good old <laughs> That's the good old radio guys do that. What was the code? Like, you didn't hear it? Yeah. It's GLASS2, and it starts $8 a month. That's just so low. Squarespace has over 20 highly customized templates. For you to choose from. Holy shit. God, they're... You know, it's uh, incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours, 7 days a week. Now, I think that's good, but also I'm going to report them to uh, the labor laws because I don't... Oh, maybe it's different people, not one person. Start the trial with no credit card required. That's the best part. They go, oh, it's free. Give us your credit card. No, they don't want your goddamn credit card. And start building your website today. Come on. Stop it already. You're being silly. It's everything you need to create an exceptional website. Don't be an don't be a dumbbell. Nobody likes a dumbbell. All right, listen. Oh, I'm exhausted from that ad. So this week's show was um, Josh and Jurosky and Alan Strickland Williams and a whole slew of people hanging out. Tom Martin, we really didn't get to mention you today, and I'm sorry, but I'm glad you're listening. Where do I start? I feel like, okay, there's definitely going to be some stuff that you might want a 15-second pass. You know, like we're playing the Elvis, which I love listening to it in the studio, but I'm paranoid at home. You'll be like, oh, my God. But, oh, by the way, uh, Lyris, Mr. Lyris is Joe. You are a good man. Um, I'm in... I'm in Charlie Goodnights, Goodnights as they call it, Helium took over. It's the best. This room, the guts of this room are great. The guts of the room are unbelievable. But now that Helium came in, it's it's unbelievable. And um, so there's that. Uh, I'll be at Skyline next week. Very excited about that. And then I think that's it. But, like, 
uh, you're, you're going to hear, there's some things I thought, well, should I go in there and nip that a little? We're playing a song. I know sometimes we play 30 minutes of a song and we don't nip it, but today was whatever. You're all good. It's, it is a very, very fun show. There were so many people in the studio, and it really was a crazy energy. So if you hear anything that I wouldn't have said, don't blame me. Um, Ian Carmel, I love you. Um, sorry about... I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that I found out that you just didn't get my... Who cares? Oh, God, I'm not redoing this opening. Okay. Um, it's all good. You're good. I'm proud of you. Here's the show. If you hear anything that, you, that you, that's not right, it's not my fault. Blame Josh. He said some shit that I really don't agree with, and I'm tired of his crap, but he's so funny. He's so funny. The both of them, no kidding, we had, it was a different type of fun. It was like crazy, mayhem, fun, love it, goodbye, you're great. Now entering Nerdist.com. <laughs> that's funny everybody gets a laugh at my expense listen you started recording alright it's going to be fun today god damn it let me see how good Keon's here Nick is here from last week hanging out Sam who I met at uh, Brouhaha Man, you know what I figured out? Uh, and, and then we'll start the show, and then we'll... Is that, what are you, did I hear someone touch a microphone? What is going sorry, on with sorry. me here? It's all right. Um, Should he go? <laughs> I run a tight ship. I said ship Thanks for our new for listeners. I don't want them to think I cursed. Um, <laughs> I try to wean them in slowly. Wait, so did you just say wean? Wean, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I said wean. Gross. Uh, I said runt. So, 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 I, so I met the, the runt of the litter. What if you were showing someone puppies? You go, that's the runt of the litter. Someone goes, what? Runt of the litter. Oh, my God. I thought you mean to your dogs. <laughs> but that's the reaction to you being mean to the dog? What? what? Well, it's a parody of it. Oh, and over here, you know, they're leaning in the whelping box. The person that had the dog had six puppies. Oh, uh, look at this cute little one. It's the runt of the litter. What? <laughs> All right, so uh, I met uh, I met Sam at uh, Bruhaha, and I'm going to talk about that real quick. I loved everything about it. I, I'm already hot. People write emails. Do you have a problem? Because they worry about my health. I understand it's good. I, I but I don't. I'm fine. Believe me. Um, I'm I'm in, I'm in very good health. I do. Uh, I really am actually the better than I've ever been in my entire life. Prove it. <laughs> what, what do you do? I'll do a sit-up. <laughs> do a jump and I'll do a sit-up. Uh, so I'm, uh, Sam, uh, I met at Brouhaha, and this is the third time that, we, that I uh, want to. So the reason I love that, that was a show that's outside, and it's in the backyard, and it was so much. I figured it out. It's like in high school when you have parties like that, high school, first two years of college, the problem is, and I say this when I have parties at my house, it's the same thing. Actually, Rory Scovel pointed this out once, and I agree. Now you get to do it. But there's no bullies. Hmm. You're doing everything back then. The same fun, the same energy, the same. First of all, as clean as I am, I loved that there were beer cans everywhere at the end of the night. Because you know what? It was art. Everywhere on the ground. There was beer cans everywhere. And I fucking loved it. I loved, I loved, the, I loved everything about it. Everyone was fun. If you turned the corner, there was somebody else you could talk to. There was a million comedians there. And for the people that are listening that don't know, the show is in the backyard of somebody's house. There's Christmas lights strung everywhere. There's seats. They have like... They have like 50 chairs, 
and there's chairs everywhere and there's seats. Who, who here has been there? Just Oh, you've never been there? Oh, I figured you were all there. Nick has been there. So it's mm-hmm. in their backyard. And there's seats everywhere, but they have a they they uh, they shoot the show because not everyone can fit in the backyard. That's how crowded it is. But then there's a front yard, and they shine it on the wall of the house. That's awesome. So like uh, like James Adomian was aware that they were shooting it, and he sort of saw the comedian before him, so he saw what it looked like to have your body up on the house. You look like King Kong. So he was doing things like where he was leaning against the house, like you know, <laughs> like he was larger than life, and he could hear them because he's all the way in the backyard, but he hears them cheering in the front yard because he's acknowledging them, and probably not everybody does. But it was just great, and it was fun, and they had a spotlight on the stage, and I went, and I, I ended up, me and, uh, me and uh, uh, Jake went with um, Steve Finearts. No, who drove with us? Steve Finearts. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was a lot of fun. So, okay, so that, that's guy. that. He's Steve so hot. Fine He's the sexiest filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Just immediate great guy. <laughs> Bitter Buddha. Oh, Jesus Christ. Calls me five in the morning. <laughs> Hey, Todd, it's Steve Finearts. Uh, is there any way you could plug the Bitter Buddha? I go, where? I'm sleeping. Just dream about it. <laughs> Maybe you could dream about it. The, the word would get out of the people. Great guy. So now, uh, <laughs> big dreamer. Sam is here. Mar- Mark Marin's girlfriend, we know. Come on. And then Aristotle's here. Aristotle, you were... Oh, God, there's so much to talk about. I'm going to rip through it because I want to give you guys... We have so much time today, but let me rip through this. Also... Everybody for the hit, uh, I'm saying you were in rare form at the taping of uh, of the Meltdown show for Comedy Central. I was extremely Central. high. You, were were you really? No, I'm just kidding. Turn your mic up. That's a compliment, by the way. Turn your mic off. That's Turn a compliment, too. <laughs> Turn it up and off. That's the way we, we get your hopes up, and then we punch you in the face. <laughs> turn your mic up and turn... Aristotle. So, um, and... Uh, uh, so so uh, so they did. Everybody over the years has always wanted to do a show where they go. It's not the attempt that they want to do it. Fuck it. I don't give them any credit for that. I'm about to give them credit because they did it. So what are you peeling your sticker off over there? You don't like it, Alan? What, oh, you're putting it back on your shirt. Oh, you're going to take your sweater off. So you put your everybody has name tags. I want to be. Vi- it's all right. It's visual. But I try to remind myself people listening. I, I heard um, Alan. Oh, by the way, I should point this out. We're good. We're good to go. Um. Josh Androsky. It's going to be a hard name. I have a hard name with James. new, So I'm just going to call you Josh today. Everyone knows it's Androsky. Yes. From the rest of the day, you're Josh. You don't have to sweat it out. Alan Strickland-Williams. That's fucking easy. So uh, Alan Strickland-Williams. That's like a movie star. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. Androsky. But you know what? Thanks, Zach Galvanakis. Yeah. So fuck uh, 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 Strickland-Williams. <laughs> Not so easy, is it? I did. I had to take the Allen off of it. I got nervous last minute. I looked at it. I go, Strickland Williams. Alan Strickland Williams. So, um, so they're the guests today. And then there's a ton of people in the studio, which I'm very happy because it's nice. Uh, Jake Adams is here as always. And, uh, you, and you're a little casual today. Usually you have like your suit. Well, not a suit. And tie, tuxedo. A tuxedo. So anyway, back to this because I want to I I get through this. Um, so I was saying, hold on, I don't give everybody credit when they go, we should try to do a show on TV that really makes it feel like a club, a comedy club. Not a, a good comedy club, but they never do it right. And there's so many mistakes that go wrong when they're trying to do it. Number one, they redo the room. And then at the uh, meltdown, they put a little, they did a set for the room, but it still feels cool. I give them an A+. They put a backdrop, they hung the Edison bulbs around the room, but it still has a raw feeling. 
but so many other things. The lighting, not only in the audience was gentle, but the stage lighting. And they didn't overproduce it. I didn't realize this till the next day. And I give them so much credit for it. I want this show to work so much. They didn't overproduce it. Like, I realized when I got there, nobody said, okay, you're here, and came up with a clipboard. And a matter of fact, it was like three minutes before I was going on. I turned to someone. I go, when do I go on? And someone that worked there goes, oh, you're probably on in about three minutes. And I love that they didn't. Usually there'd be someone there 20 minutes. Okay, you're on in 20. Okay, I just want to get you into the room before you and then put you near the stages. And then, and then a handler, you know, as they say, will we'll hold you and go, okay, go. Yeah, Chelsea Handler is usually there. <laughs> so they did it all like just it was casual and it was great and it was fun and the crowd was I, – I, I, I felt like I didn't want to say how much I thought about it right afterwards because the cameras are rolling backstage. They have them mounted. They're out of your way. You can make pretend they're not there because they're not in your face with it. And uh, the, they, they – um, I didn't want to say it on camera because I thought it would come off disingenuous, but – they just did a great job, and it felt great. And in, in my career of doing comedy, I've done TV tapings where I went, oh, that was a good crowd. That was a really good crowd. But you don't get to do TV tapings with, you know, uh, sort of meltdown audiences or UCB audiences at their best or, you know, um, uh, uh, Wits Dumb Show. Um, I'm kidding. Power violence. I'm just kidding. I great couldn't guy. think of the name, so I made a joke. But no, Wits audiences, when you do power violence, those audiences are the same. They're like, they're great. And you have a great time, and you go, oh, God, fuck, I had great f- fun at Power Violence last night. But you don't get to tape a, a TV show in front of fucking unbelievable audiences. And that's what you got to do at the Meltdown. So I was on a high, you know. I was, like, in such a great mood. And then I had the worst at the end. I, I stayed till 1 in the morning. I didn't want to leave. And there was a – look, if you want to eat Chick-fil-A, I don't care. I made myself a deal. I go, uh, with, their, with their views, whether it was black or gay or sexist, when everybody doesn't even think they have to hide it. You know, when Chick-fil-A goes, fuck it, we don't have to hide it. People don't give a fuck. They'll steal our sandwiches. Really, you think people that are – forget about people that agree with their opinions. I get it. They'll still eat it. They'll eat more. But I could see them, too, sitting around the night before. You know, yeah, but other corporations are, have, you know, have you know, maybe agenda that you would call anti-gay or whatever, and, and they do okay. Yeah, but the other CEO goes, yeah, but they hide it a little. He goes, you're coming out strong. He goes, shut the fuck up. No, people that are so pro-gay, people that really get the concept of the plight and – how hard it is and, and that they need that you, know, you can't support F. no they're gonna fucking eat here and they were right because i know people that from their heart of hearts are good decent kind people and they get it that that agenda that they have is just hateful still eat there and guess what there was a big plate of chick-fil-a sandwiches i was leaving at the end of the night i'd already eaten enough chick-fil-a chick-fil-a <laughs> and by the way i said to myself right away it's the same as buying it not going to play fucking games with myself. Yeah. Well, it was there. I didn't buy it. It's the fucking same thing. Yeah. And I ate like, there were little Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I ate like seven of them. <laughs> and I was like stuffed and morally grossed out by myself. But I made myself a deal. No, let yourself, forgive yourself. Not that I was going to, you know, forgive yourself. But next time, maybe don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. No, you give yourself a gift. No, next time, have a little fucking backbone. You were stuffed already, you piece of shit. <laughs> have some fucking moral. Have a moral compass. So anyway, but I give I, everybody there at the meltdown, I want this thing to be so successful. You know, they said they're going to cut away from the jokes a little. Like, you could be telling a joke, and then after three minutes, they'll cut away. And I was like, look, they've done everything right. I didn't totally understand that because I've never seen that on a show. But then when – uh uh, Jonah explained it to me. He goes, look at it like every night's like a documentary on that night. 
I went, I fucking love that. He goes, you know, one night there might be some so much funny shit going on backstage that they show half the show is that. I hired an ice cream truck after the show and gave people ice cream as they were leaving. And um, I made the bit on stage. I told the audience, I said, let's make the bit that I'm giving you ice cream. I told the audience this during my show so we could go outside and do a bit. I said, let's make the bit that I'm giving you ice cream, but all I do is complain about it, how much it costs me. So you take it aggressively. And guess what? Those fucking great audience members that I love did the bit and did it great. One guy took his ice cream. I said, here's your fucking ice cream. He came back a minute later. He threw it at me. He goes, it's not even cold, you dumb fuck. And I go, fuck you. And I threw it back at the curb. I'm like, fuck you. He goes, fuck you. And they all did it like that. They were like, do you have any more? I go, we're out of ice cream sandwiches. He goes, and the guy put his finger right in my face. And he shoved it in my face. He goes, fuck you. No ice cream sandwiches. I go, it's free, you piece of shit. <laughs> but before the audience let out, I didn't know. I, th- I saw some people come up to the ice cream truck. I thought, oh, the audience is slowly letting out. So this guy came up with this girl. And, he, and I go, what do you fucking want? And then I realized by the look on his face, he wasn't in the show. <laughs> He's just walking down Sunset Boulevard and sees an ice cream truck and sees me sitting inside. But you know what? He laughed. I went, how did you laugh if you didn't know that the, what, the bit we set up inside? He goes, hey, if a guy in an ice cream truck says, what do you fucking want? I, That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's that. Now we move. Oh, God. I know. By the way, this is going to be a long opening. And I know I talk more than I listen. But then we'll get to the show. And I promise that it's going to be a fun show today. Because this is, you know, people wake up. Right now there's someone waking up. And, 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 and this is, the, you know. Now, I know it's a coincidence, but we don't do this every week. Someone's listening to the show. They're going, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Play the, the, and they're going, oh, my God, it's my birthday. Now, you hear that song. You're like, what, what the hell? That doesn't we mean sing anything. Happy birthday Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You got to be freaking out. You're waking up. Happy birthday. That's right. Whose birthday is it? Name somebody. Jeremy. Who? Jeremy. It's, the odds are it's Jeremy's some, birthday. It's some Jeremy's birthday. Anybody? Drew Kashgarian. Drew Kashgarian. It is Drew Kashgarian's birthday. Wait, but this is Friday. Drew, it was your birthday. On Tuesday, it was his birthday? Tuesday, her birthday, yeah. Your fr- and I know people, People, if they go to tell somebody, they go, oh, I got the talk last show, they started, yeah, but they just play that, it's not to you. Shut the fuck up. Those are the same people that tell you, you know, your dog only licks you because it wants to fall <laughs> off your face. Fuck you. I don't play happy birthday every week. You, 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 you happen to listen to the show in the morning or at night whenever, and then... It's fucking fun. Yeah, you know what I thought? It's okay to celebrate your birthday. For years, I don't make a big deal about my birthday. But if you're looking at it like you came into this world, you know, and that's the day and you want to celebrate it, yeah, it's fun. What else do we have? Let's make it a big goddamn deal today. Shut the fuck up. Look at you sitting. Where are you right now? Where are you in your house? You're not at the house. You're in your car. Where are you? Where are you? You're at your mom's house. You're at school. You're 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 jacking off in the shed. Birthday shed, Jack. Help somebody if they're masturbating in the shed. Give them a little help. Hey, uh, you, you, do you like that? Do you like that? Uh. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to Give do? Give them some reverb. Oh, people can't uh, come unless there's a lot of reverb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, I got reverb. 
uh, you're gonna come or are you gonna fucking think about it? Uh, come because it's your birthday. Don't have a disgusting. baby on your birthday. I always say Matt jerking off, which, by the way, in the bit, uh, in the midst of a bit, it's funny. But when then you keep say- and then when you say it again, it's so vile. It's like jerking off. <laughs> and then I think of women; they don't jerk off. They just stick shit in their pussy. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I think that's the, the clinical term. Hey, everybody! It's the time last show. Uh, enough with your birthday. Who cares? <laughs> um, After all of that. <laughs> We're going to get to it. Let me rip through this. You know what? I'm not even going to do the serious part of the show today. We were, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, Ian Carmel. Love him. I, 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 I adore guy. him. But I also, <laughs> am, I, I also have this weird thing. When I, have, I call him. I leave him the nicest message. I go, when I saw you at the comedy festival, which I saw you too, yeah. I go, I just, you know, you're just pure joy to have around. But I have this thing. People don't call me back. So, well, play, play the little thing. Ian Carmel moved from Portland to L.A. Todd called him, and he never called Todd back. That's it. <laughs> yeah, let me explain what happened one more time. Ian Carmel yeah, moved up. from Portland to L.A. Todd called him. Nice so far, right? And Where's he it? never called Todd back. Where'd it go bad? Now, what do I do? How do I handle this? Like... Because I know it has nothing to do, doc, almost Dr. Kevin Sousa said, it has nothing to do with his love for me. It has nothing to do with anything. He just got busy, but it's hard for me to go, really? Like, that means you don't call anybody back? Yeah. Like, am I, should I be okay with that? And I've learned I sort of have to be with certain people. But Ian, I want someone to m- mark this show and tweet him and go listen to Todd Glass show at three, whatever it is, how many minutes in. But Ian, you know, you got to, you know... Ian Carvel moved from Portland to L.A. Todd called him. This is his whole life story. And he never called Todd back. So I guess he's dead. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He's in a ditch. He's somewhere. dead. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Today before the show, I was talking to Alan Stricken Williams, and he goes. Great guy. He go- Alan is a great guy. He is a good guy. You're- oh, don't play these yet. I got to save these. And he goes, well, maybe he just forgot to... He, I go, he's not dead. And he goes, that's what Alan said. He goes, he's not dead, Todd. I go, and I got so mad at Alan. I go, how fucking dare you? So what are you telling me? Oh, he just didn't call me back because he doesn't care about do me. You remember, not an hour, not remember, two hours. Do you remember what I said? I don't. I said he called me and I didn't even call him. <laughs> <laughs> I have him on speakerphone right now. Wait, he's, he's just on your line random? Yeah. We just stay on FaceTime just in case we get bored. <laughs> <laughs> that happens during the middle of the call. Play that a lot today. I want to play that, that phone thing until someone is Hello? Hello? Hello, it's me, Ian Carmel. Ian, it's <laughs> Yes? Hello? <laughs> well, well, it's so good to be here. That's sort of, that's good. Oh, that's a really good Portland accent. <laughs> Basketball! <laughs> Listen, we've got so much to do here. I, I'm not kidding you. Okay, hold on. Let me rip through this here. So the light box, you know the guy that did, <laughs> what was that? Todd doesn't have, it's a rip, have, rip sound effect. He doesn't have enough sound effects, <laughs> so I you have to do the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, he'll edit you out, and then he just says, oh, Todd, I dropped that in there. Edits me out of the whole show. Okay, so Ian Carmel, I, I need to talk to you, and I, you know, I, 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 it really does bother me. 
It really does to George Carlin. It's like, so he get and he's probably going to call me and go, I got busy and all that. I, I don't know. Is that acceptable? A, an hour later? Not, ex- uh, okay. Refer- you know, of course it wasn't an hour later. Right. A day later? Yeah, people get busy. It's not that they don't have time to call you back. It's that they don't have time to talk. Two days later? At what day does someone go, stop with that. I'm busy. Please don't. Don't add insult to indus- industry. <laughs> in the, in, in the- that should be Jeff Ross's new roast album. <laughs> <laughs> insult to industry. Andy Kindler, State of the yeah, Union. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's insult to industry. Can I say something yes. honest to George Carlin? Uh, Do you call people back? Because, by the way, I'm, you don't go. Uh, by the way, by the way, before, and I'm going to let you talk. You don't ask people that don't call people back to weigh in because you're weighing in to defend yourself. There's a right and a wrong. It doesn't. The curve on right and wrong isn't based on your inability to call people back. So if you're telling me why. It has nothing to do with you, but it is okay he didn't call you back. But don't, just don't try to find a soft spot in your heart because you're also bad at calling people back. Because guess what? I'm far from perfect, and I, and, and I do shit that's wrong all the time, but I fucking call people back. With that in mind, yes, I have absolutely nothing to say then. <laughs> right. You, you, gotta, you, can't go, you can't go. If someone goes 2 plus 2 is 4. You gotta defend why two plus two is four, not because you're bad at math. Go, uh, it's okay. I say two plus two is seven sometimes too. No, 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 no. Because I've had that happen in the past. Someone that goes, two in plus all two fairness, well, they defend that they don't call people back. Anyway, Ian, call me. We'll talk about it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, um, I, okay. Enough Tig show last night. Let me tell you something. If just doing good comedy isn't enough for your soul, let's say you need a little bonus. Let's say you go, I like doing good comedy. I tr- attempt to. It doesn't mean you're perfect. You look back on your jokes. You, but you care. That's all I ask. You, you care. Do you want to sort of try to be a good comic? And you make mistakes all the time. You look back on jokes. You're like, Ugh, but do you give a shit? Uh, I think everybody in this room probably does. Yeah. But if that's not, if it just doesn't feed your soul because it's good to do or you admire other comedians to do good, the bonus is those audiences that you draw. Because Tig's audience last night, she cultivated that audience. You can't be one of those people. Oh, my audience is so dumb. Yeah, they come to see you. They come to see you. If you have a radio show and you, and you have a radio, those radio shows do it all the time. And by the way, I am addicted to Howard Stern. But guess what? When he had that double audience, that's because a lot of the things that he did, now he's grown. And by the way, some of that audience, like we talked about, he probably shed. There's points as he grew, he could go, oh, I don't want to say that on the air because I'll lose some of my audience. But Sturmer's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll lose some of my audience and I'll gain a lot more because I evolve every year. I evolve. I look back on things I did and I realize I make mistakes. So, yeah, but so when Stern had a double audience, hey, the more you have an ironclad zero tolerance for dumb people, they won't want to come to your shows. Tig's audience last night, just fucking unbelievable. Patient and kind and gentle and big with their laughs and fuck her too. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't gone through enough. <laughs> I told her last night that I wanted to call my book if I could only meet a girl with cancer because that was my way that I wanted to when I was younger. Because then get it? Because then if she would die, I could tell people oh, I never got over you know I never got over Lisa or whoever the name I made up. Uh, and she goes, Oh my God, I could call my book. Because she I forgot that she what she went through with cancer. She goes, If I could call my book, if I could only meet a guy that wanted to meet a girl with cancer. <laughs> and we could launch our books, books at the same time. All right, so um, all right, that, that's good. By the way, uh, Flanagan from Largo said something last night that's true, and I hope it makes everybody breathe easier. You know people go, the world's coming to an end. The world's coming to an end. I don't want to be a positive uh, uh, delusionally. The world's not coming to an end. We've lived through Fathom. 
Is that the right way to say it? Famine. Famine? Yeah. Is that funny, Sam? How dare you? No, it's funny. Uh, what did I say? Fav- fathom. 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 And I can't fathom how you could convince, confuse. Ah, now I did it. Ah, you're stupid too. Ah. Nobody likes a dumbbell. I'll call you back. What? I'll call you back. No, what? what? Why? No, why what? Why doesn't anybody like a dumbbell? Nobody does. It's just nobody, just because it's hard to deal with them. Just nobody likes a dumbbell. Every week we go through this. Nobody, nobody likes a dumbbell, Jake. Well, Jake, let's talk off the air because I can't. We can't do this every week with you. Um, Chris, what's his last name? You said it before the show. Chris Saunders. You're a good man. Um, yeah, because he wrote me a letter, and his parents are not evolved as much as he'd like him to be, but he's 20, and he is learning that he can evolve past his parents. No, no, his name is, what is his name? Oh, Chris Sant. Oh, you're right, you're right. It's Chris. Chris, what's his name? That's okay. Chris McGuire, you're a good man. But guess who else is a good man? Who else is a good man? The Where is the PayPal guy? What's his name? Robbie Saunders, everybody. Of course. Great guy. Robbie Saunders. Robbie Robbie. You should know. Robbie. Looks like a good guy. Hi, I'm Robbie Saunders, and today I gave $50 to the Todd Glass Show PayPal account. Robbie Saunders, you are a good man. Yeah. Ask not what you, Robbie Saunders can do for you. Ask what you can do for Robbie Saunders. You hear me? And that's not to be confused with uh, with your with Robbie uh, Robbie Kirkhoff. Hope he's listening. The world's not coming to an end. Edit that first part out. I want to say it again. We've lived through what? What is the word? Famine. Famine. We've lived through famine. Really, edit out. Give me the give me the music when I say famine. I want to really take that first part out. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, come on. We've lived through famine. Oh, I love that music. Okay, how long have we done so far? Twenty-five minutes. Jesus Christ. How good have we done so far? Can you give me five more minutes? <laughs> Can you give me five more minutes? Chris, who? No, it's all right. We're good. Chris, uh, what's his last name? Chris McGuire is the one. He's 20. He'd like his parents to be more involved, but he said some kind words about the show, and I appreciate it, Chris. Okay. We, oh, I need a horn player in Appleton, Wisconsin, when I'll be there. If you play the trumpet and you're pretty good, uh, I could use you. So also, so email me. You play the trumpet? No, but I live in Appleton, Wisconsin. Do, no, you don't. I like when I, you know when I say no, you don't, what it means? If you want to know why I say it that way. Yeah. Someone goes, no, you don't when I say it like that. I knew the minute I'm done saying it, I go, no, you don't. It means do you? <laughs> but I think you don't. Like if somebody goes, oh, I can blah, 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 and I, God, if there's a 1% chance they do, I'd be like, no, you don't, because I don't want to go, do you? And make myself look like a fool. But I knew, what? What, Michael Sam? No, Michael Cronin. Michael Cronin, what did he do? Oh, Michael Cronin. <laughs> I, Michael Cronin, uh, I, I left him, and I sang a song about him on my podcast last week, and, uh, and he sent this in. It says, listening to the show. You, 
I'm the fucking best. Said so by Todd Glass. I am a mortal. I don't do that anybody. I'm getting the hell out of this one horse town. It's this piece of shit city. Oh, I don't care. Never mind. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Mike Cronin, you are a funny motherfucker. I love the bit love that he that. took from the show and he, and he played it longer. It's like, we always have this thing. I don't know how it started, but it's sort of negative, but it's so silly. It's like, whenever I say that, like, it's always the guy being mean to us, like, whoever, you know. I don't need you anymore. Why? Just because you get a kind word, you can't share it with your significant other? You have to leave them? I say, hey, Mike, you're a good guy. I'm leaving you, you fucking whore. <laughs> All right, listen. Before we take a break, I want to let you, do you want to talk about, oh, God, I want to, maybe we should just talk about it in the show. You know what? Yeah. Or do you want to talk, it's about the, um... oh, maybe we will talk about it. Come to the mic. We'll talk about this and then we'll take a break. Yes. So, I, I, I it, obviously, it was about the uh, Michael, uh, Michael Sam thing. And there's a group of people and uh, they're, they're cowards. They're they're little. They're like they make me want to say words that I want to be bigger than. Like you know, like they're wusses, but that that mm-hmm. I can do. They're cowards. Just they're, they're cow- And what they are, they're the people, not the people that go. F- the, the people that go. And we've talked about this before a little bit. That they'll go. They'll go like, hey, you know what? Like I don't care. Like you know. And I've heard this already. Like it's just every time you turn the channel, it's like, yeah, I'm all right with it. I just don't care. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, you little fucking lying pile of shit. And if you have a friend that says that, because if you get the validity of how cool that is. Now, a year or two later, a month later, a week later, but if you're saying it, in the fr- and people go, and the same people that don't want to compare it to Jackie Robinson, okay, you have a fucking problem. I hope you don't pick your friends that way. Are there differences between him and Jackie Robinson? You fucking bet there are. There's a lot, but when years pass and history, history writes itself, there's a lot of things in common. So people think that's the loophole. They think I'm going to go, there's nothing different. It is exact- it's not exactly the same. It's not exactly the same at all. The reason they compare it is because there is a through line of enough. And if you don't think there is, you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. And it's not open for debate. You're wrong. If you can't find enough of the same, because there's a big pile of the same, and there's a big pile where it's different. And if you jump right over to the big, it's, it's not completely the same. Why are people comparing it? Why are they? Because they're smarter than you, and you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> and that's not the way to change people's minds, by being angry. But guess what? Sometimes I used to not want to talk like this on the show, because I get it like any great speaker says, you know, this is not the way you get people to change their minds, by attacking them. So I go in for it, and I let people know that's what's in me. And then I try to take a deep breath and go, come on now, rethink it. I know it's none of our listeners, probably most of them, but there could be some. But they have friends, and this gives them a little fuel, you know, to how to deal with it. If someone says that to you, call them on it. Go, no, you don't understand how cool this is. Um, what, what I think, honestly, is the people who are saying that, oh, come on, why is this news? Like those people that are like, oh, what's the big deal? Uh, honestly, don't – they want to be above it. Because they want to show everybody how cool they are with the issue itself. You know what? I'm so glad you just said that because it lets me know there's two types. There's the one that is the first thing that I said, and that's right. where they – the truth is they just don't want to hear it because they don't get there. You have to be a little bit evolved to get, yeah, it's a big deal. It's yeah. cool. And then there is that other group 
that goes, you know, what was the big deal? Well, because yeah, not everybody lives in your bubble. Exactly. And, like, the, you need to understand that America is a huge country full of people that are not living on the coasts. And for all of America to accept this, which they fucking have to now, because it, guess what? It's happening. Mm-hmm. There's an openly gay player in the NFL now. Uh, it is a big deal. And hopefully in five years, we won't be talking about every hope- time a football player comes out. Of course. Because hopefully it'll be normal. Of course. But if you're trying to act like, yeah, well, we, we – and the other thing is they go, could there be somebody – I always try to do the hypothetical in fairness to people. There's someone out there going, I really don't care, but, like, it could affect the team. And I'm an op- – let me tell you something. It could affect the team in a very powerful way. If everybody – first of all, the bottom line is that he can fucking play football. I get it. That's fucking first. But if he can, which he can, and then not only is he strong physically, but he is mentally strong. And everybody on that team realizes it. Not puts up with him. Not behind his back says – I got bigger fish to fry. You think that's a pretty good – but no, that's not – if everybody on that team, which they won't, but I'm just saying hypothetically, if everybody on that team goes, man, this guy can fucking play and he's a mentally brave person, you could be a fucking powerhouse. So it's not going to affect the team. It's not going to affect the team. Think about it. Like, you know, the problem is that we say this on the show a lot. I'm just saying it a little bit like I say it when I'm not on the podcast now. People that go, well, you know, uh, if, you know look at what ha- – they don't want to compare it to Jackie Robinson because if they do, then they realize how gross they are. Mm-hmm. They, re- they don't want to. They want to go, it's not the same. It's not the same. Picture how cool everyone – you shouldn't do things because you look cool, but it's the way I say it sometimes. If When that happened, how much cooler you looked if you were part of the people going, Let's, this is fucking great. Celebrate it. So, yeah, if the team got who they have on their team and that he can play, and this is just a bonus that he did a very brave thing, so he's physically strong, he's mentally a brave person for what he did. I might be saying that weird. You could be a fucking – imagine going out there on that field. You're a fucking powerhouse. Mm -hmm. We will plow the fuck over you because we are physically strong and we'll plow into you. And mentally we unite, not because we are okay with it, because we fucking respect the fuck out of what he did. We're going to go onto that field, and we're going to fucking plow past you physically, mentally, and we are going to fucking crush your fucking guts. I totally agree. Right? Yeah. Bum, 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 the music ba, ba, ba. i'm not even joking and i swear to god ba, ba. hold on I, hold on good? stop i swear to god i'm not lying thank god we have a safe word i'm gonna close my eyes okay play the music and then and then here i want to hear josh do it okay shut the music off ba, ba, ba. No, shut the music off shut the music off ba, no no jake jake shut the music off i want to hear it. <laughs> let me hear alan do it no, don't tell me if it's Alan. First, do the music for Alan. All right, Josh. That's Josh. I said, let Alan try it. That was Josh. All right, the bit's over. All right. Oh, Alan, you're really good at this. Like that? Is that okay? All right, guess what, everybody? Can I be honest, Alan? That was terrible. I was going to talk about religion a little, but fuck it. On the turn. Okay, I'm going to talk about one more thing, and then I'll feel better. Alan, do you want to weigh in on anything? Michael Sam shouldn't play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> because he should be president. <laughs> oh, my. Alan Strickland Williams. 
Well, that's me. Great guy. Sorry, I had to say it. Say, that's me. Keep saying that's me every time. That's me. Alan Strickland Williams. 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 That is me, baby. Alan Strickland Williams. That's me. Who is Robbie that? Sanders, you motherfucker. I love you to death. Listen, okay, I will talk about one more thing. There's big signs that say, um, hey, atheists, thank God you're wrong. <laughs> now, that's not for atheists. That's to scare the shit out of religious people. <laughs> I'm, we're laughing because I had my hand in the air and I didn't realize it was in front of, uh, in front of Jake's face and he took, pushed, it, pushed it back a foot. Um, and I really don't want to, by the way, if, if, I don't want to just attack somebody because I don't, you know, believe in them. There's still a right and a wrong. If somebody that's, uh, you know, if if a murderer says two plus two is four, he's right. So I don't want to go. And also, oh. that bitch deserved it. <laughs> Edit that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that bitch was a good friend of mine. Edit that out. I lost my thought. Um, the atheist on the sign. Oh, the atheist right. on the sign. So it says, break it down, but fairly. Like, oh, well, Todd, I, you know. Okay, it says, it goes, hey, atheist. Thank God you're wrong. Now, is that for atheist or is that for people to go, don't remember what happens with the hell? You're wrong. <laughs> don't. They're so casual about hell. Yeah, they, well, they're big billboards. what happens about eternal suffering. <laughs> mm-hmm. On the turnpike in Philadelphia, uh, uh, somebody was being interviewed where they had like a 50-car pileup. And this happens a lot. And I, I, I've talked about this before, but I'm hitting it from a different angle. And then we're going to take a break and we're going to start the show. That's my, that's my thing. If anyone's going, I love Todd, but Jesus fucking Christ. They go, oh, it's two minutes away, which, which means five. Um, so they'll say like, and I know they're tired of hearing this because they have an answer. Anybody that believes. And by the way, when, you always have to say when you, don't believe in a, when you don't believe in God, you have to be very specific with that. Because what does that mean you don't believe in God? It doesn't mean you don't believe in love and caring and giving and kindness. I've said that a million times. Um, but it just means for most people, well, no, not for most people. I don't want to frustrate someone out there that's listening that goes, well, that's what it means to me. For me, the, um, that there's a plan and that uh, you can pray to a God that can alter the winds and save your house from a fire, that everything has a reason. You know, but I realized through this turnpike thing or any tragedy when they go, thank, you know, thank God that you know, there was this tragedy and you know, I got saved. And you, there's always the answer. We go, we go, well, wouldn't the God have just prevented the turnpike accident? <laughs> And they get frustrated at that because you know they have an answer. They have to go, oh, oh. but here's what they say. And we're, 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 we say the same thing, just I back up a little and say it. They go, you don't understand everything. And that's what some people, religious people have told me. You want answers and part of believing in God and believing in all this is not everything does make some sense. Sometimes there has to be an amazing amount of trust. We don't understand. And that's exactly what I say. Why was there an accident if we back up? Why would that happen in this world? There would be an accident. And I don't know. I just know that we live on a planet that great things can happen and people are kind and sometimes very bad things happen. And I don't know. And you don't either. You're saying well, the I same. Do. You, you, why did that I, happen? I, I do know. Your aunt's a shitty driver and she lives in Berwyn. Yeah. I, I can't. Were you there? I was there. Yeah. She plowed into a bunch of cars. She got really, uh, she ate too much Chick-fil-A. <laughs> she felt <laughs> she to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> oh, remorse. But does that yeah. make sense? Because think about it. We're both saying we don't know, but they're saying it. They, I say it before the whole incident of like it happens. I don't know why that happens. They're saying it, okay, 
it happened, and then God came in and made it go better. The tragedy happened, but then God came in and he made it go better than it could have gone. Oh, then I say to them, then why didn't God just completely stop it? They go, we don't know. We have to. I don't know either, but I don't know at all. You don't know halfway through it. Does that make any sense what I just yeah, said? No, Explain makes... back to me what I'm saying. I want to see if you could. So the idea that, like, you don't have an answer. We, nobody, it, uh, both sides of the argument don't have an answer. If you are, uh, don't believe in God or you do believe in God, you don't know what the answer is. But people then justify why bad things happened. They, they put God into it. And so people on the side of God have to justify in their brains why this person that is made of love would be okay with a kid dying in a car accident. Whereas right. we're like, why does anything happen? They're like, well, why? I was saved because of God, but that kid was not saved. Well, we don't know. It's a big mystery. We don't know. We just go, we don't know right from the beginning why the yeah. car, why it all happened. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is there a car? No, thank you. Why are there wheels? All right, listen. Who am I? <laughs> is everybody good? I we're just have, I'm in the middle of an existential crisis. Who am I? <laughs> we're done. The show is over. Thank God. Oh, Thank perfect. God. Why? There is no God. No, there is a God. They're, just relax, everybody. Can I bring up something about the billboard thing? Yeah. Uh, I was driving into Oklahoma to do a show, and the very first sign when you go into Oklahoma says, Welcome to Oklahoma. And the second sign says, Marriage is between one man and one woman. And that sign is in Comic Sans font. <laughs> It's in all those religious signs are in the worst font. They're the ugliest signs. If you want somebody to change their mind on such a deep level, make it look nice. Put a cursive. Made it cursive. Class it up. Yeah, like Brian Regan says about the, the old refrigerators. Remember, he used to have a joke about the old refrigerators. They're all the, they all do the same thing. How do they charge more? The, the salesman for refrigerators is very hard because he goes over this. This keeps it cold, and it's $700. This keeps it cold. It's $1,000. This keeps it cold, and it's fifteen. I'm doing a shitty job at the joke. He goes, oh, 1500 the customer. And he's like, oh, because the butter's written in cursive. <laughs> the butter's written in cursive. Because on old refrigerators, it would say butter. But fuck that. And fuck everybody. And <laughs> Fuck me. How are you? I'm fine. I'm in a great... <laughs> What's that say? Dale? Oh, Dale Henson was that guy that we opened up last week's show. Tweet at Dale Henson in Texas because I say this a lot about people, but I want to take his face and put my hands in fr and, and squish his face and go, you are a great human being. And... Tweet at Dale Henson. If anybody knows, he was the sports – he was the newscaster that did an editorial on the mic. Oh, and he was just so clean good. and brilliant and crisp the way I wish I could make all my points sometimes. He was so crisp and clean and, and right. And I love him, and he made children breathe easier, as I talked about in the opening of last week's show. There's one other person I want to meet like that, it's, and I don't know if I ever will, but if anybody out there – you never know, Phil Donahue. I just want to give him a hug before – because he he was when I was younger he was the voice of just very very intelligent very intelligent when I was younger to listen to okay so we're all good oh my god we're gonna take a little break everybody take a deep breath that's a lot that was a lot of intensity this is gonna be a fucking fun show it's gonna be so much fun and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna open tonight like we're gonna take a break I'm gonna come out there we're gonna do it right. I'm going to walk out here and open the show like, you know, if like you had a show on, you know, like uh, when, you know, like uh, when when Johnny TV. Carson or Jay Leno or David Letterman walks out TV people. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Yeah. Alan Strickland Williams. And we have intros for you. Ooh. 
Oh, God, I'm so excited. Are you doing good, Aristotle? Doing great. Are you really? I am. You're Could in you a great like mood. A... <laughs> Move closer to the mic, Could you Aristotle? sound more like you're doing great? Seriously. You were in great form at the uh, meltdown that night. You were walking around. You were in such a great mood. I love seeing Aristotle. He's always happy, but he was, like, super happy. I was just really excited to be there, and you did great. Like, it, it really brought my mood up. And then also, I just want to say, you never introduced these three fine... Of course I did. No. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Oh, Aristotle. Oh, you hate it, don't you? You hate it. Do you hate being... By the way, let me not say it. Let me not say it in a... I know that I'm right here. I'm 100% positive that I'm right. If I forgot anybody, I think it was Nick. (laughs) I didn't forget you? Sure, I did. I'll tell you what I said. I did... did, um, Excuse me. I did Keon first because I have trouble with his name. And right off the bat, I say Keon. Sam, three times. Because every time I talked about where I met him at the brouhaha, we, oh. we started talking about different things. But guess what, Aristotle? Don't worry, I'll edit that out. I'll edit it. No, you it's won't. Fun. You know why you won't? Because I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, to George Carlin, I'm being honest. The fact that you cared is, is, is awesome. Because we usually do introduce everybody. <laughs> Aristotle, you are a hero. You're a... And how about a hand for young Jake Adams, who comes in here every day with a smile on his face, excited to do the show. So guess what? Keon, Nick, Sam, Sam, young Jake Adams, Aristotle, and our guests tonight, Josh Androsky and Alan Strickland-Williams, will be back here when we take a break. Oh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. America... These other podcasts that's sad, they're going out of business. <laughs> they're going out of business. We can't. I'm sorry. I mean, the, you know, Mark Maron's going to be all right. Jimmy Pardo's going to be the fine. 1%. Yeah, the, but the others, oh, my God. Crap Fest, you'll be all right. But the ones I do, I mentioned, so I don't. I'm Even in the bit, I'm worried people will think I'm serious. <laughs> I'm trying to mention all the ones. <laughs> Who sent that wood thing in? It's a, I still don't know. It's a circle piece of wood and, and burnt into it, says the Todd Glass Show. It's so – it's like when I look at the light box. Where what happened to you, the light box guy? I call him the light box guy because I forget, but I do love him. And then this piece of wood, it's a circle piece of wood. It says the Todd Glass Show burnt into it. And I came to my manager's office. I asked on the show last week, who sent that in? Somebody did that. I want to know who it is. I want to thank you. And will be – What's this? Who said this? Jack Knight. Jack Knight. That is a cool name. I know. And you know what he said? He said this. Bubbles are dope. Bubbles are dope. <laughs> All right, everybody. How do we take a... Where do we, where do we go Bubbles to? Bubbles are dope. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking excited. This is the best energy in this room right now. It's, it's, I'm not kidding you. I'm like, I feel like... I'm afraid to take a break because when I come back, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to have so much fun. I'm going to start vomiting right now. Um, <laughs> Just in uh, case. All right. Uh, uh, oh, I have Josh Sings down here because I saw you sing at your birthday. Uh-oh. Let's uh, take a break right uh, – uh, we'll take a break with uh, – oh, 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 no. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hi. Hello. Oh, how is everybody? Great. Fantastic. Uh, I don't think we didn't do something nice for you guys. Who do we start with? Our guest tonight is 
Well, Josh. Yes. Let's say hello to Josh. Hello. Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. On the Todd Glass Show, Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. Listen close. Josh Antusky. Did you eat any mushrooms for the show tonight? Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. <laughs> On the Todd Glass Show, Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. You're gonna have a great time on the show today. He's right. Josh Antusky. Bubbles are dope. Bubbles are dope. <laughs> That's right, Jack Knight. All right, everybody, hold on one second. I'm going to get some fresh air. Brought to you by NPR. <laughs> mm, oh. That joke was Terry Gross. <laughs> now, I want to go to, um, I want to, I want to, I, I want to play, <laughs> I want to play um, Alan's intro, but I first, because I want to stay, I want this to be organized chaos tonight, but it's more chaos. 30% organization, 70% chaos. You know what? Let's flip it. 31, 69. Now, you know what? Let's do uh, 50 50. Josh Androsky. 9 11. <laughs> that you can leave in. <laughs> All right, listen. But before I introduce Alan and play his intro, which I am very excited about, I don't want to forget to say this. Tell the story. First of all, we talked last week about, or when you guys were just hanging out last week about, how I love watching that clip. Now, if people want to watch that clip of you on The Price is Right, what yes. are they, what are they, how do they get to it? Go to YouTube and type in Skateboard Rabbi. Okay. I, there's another one who showed up after me who is an actual rabbi who skateboards. But <laughs> fucking hack. Right. <laughs> so you go on the show. And you don't know you're going to get picked because no. when you do – when you but they, inter, they pre-interview you. Yes. And what did they ask you? So, uh, okay, first – uh, to, to pull back a little bit, I went with 19 Do you want any other... background music while you tell this story? I would love no background music. No background music? Or, Are you sure? Honestly, <laughs> if, there's, <laughs> if there's any background music, I'm out of here. Oh, Is this going to be okay, though? Let's do it again. We'll make it funnier. No, no, Get no, that, that's, red. that that's was the good. perfect music. But again, say, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. not. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm being genuine. I swear to God. Yes. Do you, would you like a little background music as you tell your story? Be honest with me. Todd, can I be 100% honest oh, with you? Oh, of course. I wouldn't have it any if other way. If you put fucking background music on, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> what happened? So it was April 2012. <laughs> tell, the, tell the truth. Is, I, I'm afraid it was April. The, <laughs> I'm afraid with the music, you'll be afraid to you have to tell it in, no, in no, a I'll style. Tell, no, no, please. Please play the music. This but is, this I'm is two George, two George Carlin. To George Carlin. This I'm is a true story. Yes. I want to get to the part when you did the mushrooms, but go ahead. Just real quick backstory. We got to take a break. <laughs> uh, it was 9-11. <laughs> By the way, when I was home visiting, I don't want to make 9-11 jokes because, no, no, but yeah. when I was no, because it wasn't real. It never happened. So when why I, would you make a joke about when it? When I was home visiting my mom, one time she said, oh, I looked at the clock. It was 9-11. I go, how many times did you look at it? And it wasn't. <laughs> what if she was like never <laughs> it's nine eleven twice a day stop it already don't be foolish although she did show me she emailed me pictures of these tits <laughs> of bujons i'm probably saying it wrong whatever it is her dog had a litter of puppies and let me tell you something oh, no. god damn it i've said it before i wanted the 
bite them in the pictures. They're the goddamn cutest <laughs> things okay. in the world. You brought this up before, like aggressive behavior towards things that are cute. Yes. That is a scientific fact. That Someone is... sent me an email about that. But it... hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Because I've talked about tangent, it. Tangent, tangent, shit. tangent. I want to hear about you on the, uh, on the Price is I Right. I want to talk about me. So you go to the Price is Right. Do you live out in L.A.? Yeah, I'm sure no, you I do. live in Appleton, Wisconsin. You, uh... Do you really? <laughs> no, you're, are you from there? Swear to God, I oh, live. No, when there. I say to George Carlin, you can't break that. Okay, trust. to George Carlin, no, I've never been there. Okay, go ahead. Yes. But I swear, I to, swear God, to God, I live there. Okay. Oh, so you really do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, sure. I have a condo. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Got a nice timeshare in Appleton. <laughs> yeah. And can I tell you something right the now? Timeshare capital of Wisconsin. Alan, I want you to sit over there. Your intro, you're gonna love it. Okay, like, I'll be quiet. So, I'll no, no, be quiet. Shut I'll, the fuck up. You do I'll, whatever you want. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Do whatever I you meant, want. I meant be quiet. You can. I didn't mean you shouldn't interject. I just meant like I'm taking some time and and you know. Oh, no, Josh is over there. He gets his great intro. You're like, do I have something? Of course you do. And we're going to talk fine. about your. I'm uh, fine. Jake will not shut up. By the way, well, in a good way about your sketch. Shoot. Shut the fuck up. What's it? What's it called? Women. Women. So we'll Women. talk about that later. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So, my friend uh, finds I don't know what out. My intro is going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams. That's me. <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams. Just doing my thing. <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams. Hey, you know who to call. Come on, we got it. Come on, we got to hear this Price is Right story. Just give it one more time. Alan, do you mind if I... Josh, hold on just one second. But Alan, I really feel like it's me. You can't blame me. Let me speak for you. I got to do this. Let him tell his... Let him tell his story. I, got, I told you I would do this. Todd, can I speak for you? Yes. I'm Let, doing great. <laughs> Let me tell. Okay. To George Carlin, I'm going to be proud of myself. I don't want to break. I mean, just for my own self because I want to know about this story. Okay. So I saw the video. Yes. And I love that people are going to see Drew didn't know you were. Well, we talked about that. So yeah, yeah. how does it okay, all okay. unfold? So the, the, the important thing to know is that anybody that goes on The prices Right, if you have a group of 20 people or more – then one of them is guaranteed to get on The Price is Right. My mom had a deal like that with her friends growing up. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> was your mom in a gang? <laughs> no, it was like, like she was like a whore growing up. Like, oh, I, a whore uh, gang. A whore gang. All right, go, go, listen. I'm not interrupting you, and I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> it was April 2012. And you to George Carlin, it was, right? To George Carlin, it was April You're, you're saying it in an overly dramatic way, but everything you're saying... Am to, I? To, to, <laughs> give him echo. I no, kiss, don't give him echo. I kissed the microphone when I said that. Um, <laughs> no, so this is 100% true to, to George, George Carlin. To I'm George not going to interrupt Carlin. you, and I don't want anyone to interrupt them. That's to George Carlin, and that's mainly for myself. Okay. So if you bring 20 people to The Price is Right, one of them is guaranteed to get onto The Price is Right. So if 20 comedians are all doing mushrooms or are drunk or on other drugs, one of those people is going to get on the fucking prices, right? So we get there, and we just think that we're going to be called by a name in the sky to bring us up. Uh-uh, cha-cha. That's not how it goes. They interview you. So they set us all up, and they weren't going to tell us about this. They didn't tell us about this. So we're 20 comedians that are all super fucked up, and we realize we can't say we're comedians because then they'd realize... That we are fucked up, and we're not just from Lunchables, Kansas, and happy to be here. <laughs> so we fucking, 
Wait, my little sister, my little sister is tripping her face off. She's not. What's a her name? Jessica. Jessica. I love my little sister. I named Jessica. her. Jessica. Can we take a second and say hi to her? Hi, Jessica. 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 You know, she's probably so high right now listening to this. You just gave her an anxiety attack. <laughs> Jessica, relax. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's not going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> So she starts, she's not a comic. She's the first person to be asked. And she, like, nobody says that we have to. Jessica. (laughs) You listen to me right now. Your brother, Josh Androsky. Oh. I just realized her name sounds cool, too. Jessica Androsky. You shut the fuck up. You sound like our dad. (laughs) Get in the station wagon. We're going to Disneyland. This is Papa Androsky. <laughs> hey, hey, Dad. Uh, how have you been? I've been fine. I want to hear your Price is Right story. <laughs> okay, Dad. Do you want to hear it? By the way, I said that I, to George Carr and I wasn't going to interrupt it. Who's buzzing? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The iPhone sounded embarrassed. <laughs> he goes because he knows that I want all the phones off. So when he realized it was him, he was like, <laughs> So, my little sister starts us off. She Nobody says... Like, hey, we should all switch jobs. We all just look at each other and know. So the guy, like, the, the, the producer lines us all up, and he's like, what's your name? What do you do? And my little sister was just like, I'm a baby yoga instructor. And the guy was like, well, this is Los Angeles. That checks out. And then my friend Sean Green, who's a great comic, was next. He was Sean like, Green. Sean Green. Sean! Sean! Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Sean Green, and he was with Josh Androsky. And Price is Right, he's a good comic. Hello, Sean Green. Philly's own Sean Green. Green. What's the rest of your story? So, Sean, can I tell you the one thing I'm dying to know? And yes. I don't want my listeners to punch me in the face. Sure. Uh, hello, am I here? And, I, and I'm in a small room? No, no, I'll wait to hear it. I'll wait to hear to have my question. Go ahead. Okay. So, Sean goes next, and he's like, uh, I, I work in an office, but I know how to have fun. And the, the guys, the, the TV producer's like, what do you do when you're sober? When, and when they're pre-interviewing you, is it outside in it's that outside area? It's outside in that area. And there's like rows and rows and rows of benches. So many people. Right. And, and, but they, they isolate a small group. They, they isolate ten of us. So the other ones can't. No, they're just looking. Like there's great, like Aparna Nancherla and, and Lauren Ashley Bishop and Megan Keister, Tess Barker, whose birthday it was. Did you, whole reason we were there. One, can I tell you something? This podcast is very popular. I would hate it to get it out to the community where this all happened, and you go, and your friend Karen's like, "Why didn't he mention me?" Right. So, is there anybody you didn't mention that was there with you? Well, Karen. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, so the, the comics. If I can. I'm sitting home putting shit in my pussy, <laughs> and I turn on the Todd Glass show, and he doesn't even mention me, Karen. <laughs> Something funny about putting shit in your pussy. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week All like right. a true you know professional. What? Let's not have that type of show. I like to play the victim. It's self. <laughs> Come on, Aristotle. 
Can I tell you, I got an email, that, and, and the person that sent this email and knows who they are, and I don't know your name because I forgot to write it down because I didn't think I was going to talk about it, but they said Aristotle. They wrote the email. It was so funny. I love when people can be funny in their emails, like they get it. He goes, listen, and he said it was such genuineness. I think that Aristotle should go see a doctor because nobody should be picking that much shit out of their pussy. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true professional. So it gets to me. I'm alone. And what do uh, they tell you? Well, they tell me, like, what's your name? What do you do? And, and I was wearing a Dolly Parton shirt and cut off jorts. Like, they interview me. And, and, and I had, like, a beard that was longer. It was, like, kind of down to my tits. Right. It was, like, down to my tits. And uh, <laughs> I'm wearing, like, a big Papa hat. And I was like, okay, I can't say I'm a comedian, so you're, I'm you're say, smart, by the way, for doing that because it's that you're right. Just be right? a regular Joe, right? From- exactly. So I was gonna say, you know, regular Joe. I I had it planned that I was gonna say that I was a fine purveyor of exotic birds and reptiles because I fucking looked like one. <laughs> and uh, then all the mushrooms really hit me right as he asks me, like, "What's your name?" Had you done what do them you do? before this? Oh yeah. Uh, we, I had taken. We had an Easter drug hunt. What's an Easter Hold drug on. hunt? It's exactly what I, it sounds like. Oh, <laughs> I know my listeners are just like me right now. So, like, I want them to go. Oh, I'm so proud of Todd. Like, everybody wants to hear this story. So, I'm going to get you right back on track. At least I know I do. So, what happens then? You get. You. you I'm going to. I'm going to do a little bit of those. Me. I'm supposed to be a good interviewer, and you know what these good interviewers do. No offense to you, but they get the story. Like, you know what I mean? They yeah, go, yeah, yeah. okay, so you, you do that, and then all of a sudden you're sitting in the audience. Well, well real quick, before that, I, sure. I, I freak the fuck out. I never was on the show again. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, but I, I freak the fuck out, and, and I don't remember what my plan was. So I tell the interviewer okay. the first two words that come to my head, which is skateboard rabbi. And... The interviewer, who's clearly Jewish, is like, oh, he's not getting in. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get on. So I take more mushrooms. And then I'm sitting down. So Because I just learned this the other day. I, didn't, I did not know this because we were talking about you. And I have a friend that got on the show, too, when he moved to California. Yeah. And he goes, I thought you knew. I thought they told you before the show. You don't know. You're, there's, no. There's 200 people sitting in the audience, and all of a sudden they call you. Are you like, do you remember being, what's the word, cogna? Cognizant? Cognizant enough to go, holy fuck, they picked me and I'm on mushrooms? No, I don't remember hearing Come On Down because you're in the Price is Right studio and I'm sure we all faked being sick when we were in high school so we could stay at home and watch the Price is Right. It's like being in a dream. So I didn't even hear Come On Down. The thing that let me know that I was going to go on stage, a tiny stranger held up a sign with my full fucking name on it. And that was what I saw. And that, if I can quickly just tell you the top five things you'd never want to see when you're doing mushrooms in public, all of them are a stranger holding a sign with your first and last <laughs> name on it. Because it's the... Because it, I didn't... I, I, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm, I, I'm not on a game show. This guy just knows I'm here. And it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> well, obviously, dilute, you're, you're not seeing clearly. But exactly. So then I realized, like, oh, shit. And then I came down, and it was great. And, and I didn't freak out again. So people now, now with all that, I feel yeah. when they go to watch it, because at this point, it's better to watch it. I, yes, I, my instincts were to go, oh, remember this and remember no, that. No, 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 no. Let it. them watch but it. But I love, I love that, uh, well, we talked about it last week. 
I can't help but I have to say it again. Yes. I just that I love watching Drew on that show and I love that he that he is a that he is a comic and that he totally he didn't know what you were doing. He, he didn't know, know I was a comic. He didn't know you were on mushrooms. So cool. But he was so cool. He totally loved your energy and that made yeah. me love him even more. He went with it. He like He went with it. Well, I mean I mean, it's a great it's job. It's a great job. What if I overly tried to be, be your friend? So I was trying to like really. <laughs> I was saying the same thing. The laugh like that. Um, <laughs> oh my god, we mirror each other's laughs. Listen, it's oh god, it, it's it's that time. So go. What do they do again to go watch that clip? You just go to YouTube and type in skateboard rabbi. By the way, some of my clips are on YouTube too. Anyway, Todd, Todd, what? Where can they find them? My clips are right after yours. Like, I, you wait, you see what? <laughs> Josh Antosky, Josh Antosky, that's me. Todd Glass Show, Josh Antosky, that's who I Josh am. Antosky. Hey, that's my Josh name, Antosky. and I'm Alan. <laughs> Did you eat any mushrooms for the show? No. Josh All right, now listen. Now let's introduce. Uh, we haven't even started the show yet. Do you realize it? Other shows, this would be it. Okay, show's over. I'm admitting right now. We're not we, – now we've – oh, well, your intro was the first start of the show. I mean, the show hasn't even begun. No. no. You, you, your intro, at least I did your intro. It's like da-da-da-da, whatever the intro of the, mm-hmm. you know, the Tonight Show is, and then they start the show. We're not even at that point yet. Nope. We're doing intros. Oh, no wonder this show is so popular. <laughs> oh, that's my new laugh. I'm trying to hide my laugh. <laughs> oh, God. I, if I did mushrooms and listened to that, I would start. Oh, it's hard not to laugh at that. It's <laughs> what was that? Okay, so let's do this. Alan Strickland Williams, he's back on the Todd Glass Show again. Alan Strickland Williams, he'll tell you up front how many jokes he has. I wonder how his one-liners would sound if Rodney Dangerfield were still around. Alan Strickland Williams, well, he's back tonight with Todd Glass. Hold on, hold on, he looks disappointed. Let's. We've been hiding this light thing all night. Maybe it's time that we just. And I don't want you to get jealous. Oh, I'm definitely going to get jealous. All right. Well, then maybe we have something we could redo yours. And and I want to start the show. So the minute we get your intro right, where you're happy, and your intro right, where you're happy, then we start the show. Done. But I don't want you to be dishonest with me. Let's do his. And then if you go, I'd like a little bit more <laughs> bubbles and spice and <laughs> shit in mine. Let's do his again. Alan Strickland Williams. It's pretty good. He's back on the Todd Glass Show again. We got it. Okay, listen, everybody. You did this for the person who doesn't do mushrooms? We got a new light in the studio, and it screws in right over the table where we do the podcast, and it and it changes colors to the music. So it's like Alan, yellow, blue. Everybody, yellow, blue. Now it's red. Orange. Now it's green. Disco ball. This is great. Can you sing a song to this song? Alan Strickland Williams. He's a guy that I really know well. That's me. He is my good friend. I'm making this song about me. Alan Strickland Williams. The earth sounded better than me. (laughs) I am aware. I should probably throw it back to you. 
jokes. So now that was with the... Now I feel like we should redo yours a little bit. Uh, okay, play his again. I could. I think we could find something yeah. to do. Bubbles. Play his again. Josh Antusky, Josh Antusky. On the Todd Glass Show, Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. Josh Antusky. Nobody else got bubbles but me. Did you get any bubbles? I don't want to show tonight. Josh Antusky. I wonder how my intro is going to be. On the Todd Glass Show, Josh Antusky. Great guy. He took his shirt off and he's dancing around the bubble machine. The bubbles are dope. Bubbles are dope. Bubbles are dope. Oh my god. So now we have to do a show. Does anybody have any more in them? Oh, what color should we bring the lights back down to now that we're going to start the show? I would say let's Ooh. let everybody pick Ooh. in the room. Let's go heavy red and see what heavy that red. looks like. Heavy red. Who's <laughs> heavy red. red. That runs through Alex, my, uh... I'll tell you, I'm Alan Strickland-Williams. You know? <laughs> I'll tell red. you, it's all right. You know? I was like, my heavy... girlfriend's on the red. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll tell you, you know, I'm Alan Strickland-Williams. You know? That's hey. all I can say. <laughs> all right, so... is that good right there? By the way, I love that Jake loves this lighting thing. I, I, I so much wanted to tip it earlier in the night. He's like, no. <laughs> they just know it operates. They don't know it changes colors. So, so just cool. shut the fuck up. It's so cool on the phone. Yeah, what happens is, what is this thing called that we ordered? I saw something like this at Staples after I ordered it with him online. A listener sent me in. So it's a light bulb. It's 75 bucks. You screw it into a regular thing. You hook it up to your phone, and it will it'll blink. What's it called? L-I-F-X. So it was 80 bucks. So, like, in this case, it, uh, in my house, I'm going to buy one and put it over the dining room table. Then people come up. You can make it yellow. You can make it red. You can make it green. You can make it regular white. There's, there's 20 types of white. You can have it, like, sunlight white, or you can have it white, or you can have it light bulb white. But then you flip it the colors, and then you have another thing where you play music, and it changes, like, red, green, yellow, blue, all these different colors. Uh, Ty, can <laughs> you I, can tell I'm smoking. Can I, <laughs> can, I, can I pitch a bit to you real fast? Sure. This is what we're here the for. Because the light is right above you, right? So can That's we a, do, it's a coincidence. Can we do a thing? <laughs> can, can you do a thing where it's like you have an idea, and then it turns on? Oh. <laughs> but then the idea is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we like, so can can't we do tell it? you. Hey, guys, I have an idea. <laughs> there you go. It's like Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> but with hamburgers. You know what, uh, um, Alan Strickland Williams? That makes me want to put a pin spot on me so we could do that bit right. Like all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I right, listen. We're, we're going to go. We're going to now we're going to switch the gears back to low. And we're going to talk for a little while. Then I got music stuff we'll do. But I, I do want to ask this. Is everybody okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask you this. So you're, you're a pretty positive person, right? Yes. You're a pretty positive person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you, uh, you know, you wanted to, uh, like, do you have something? Uh, you know what? I don't want to. I don't know what to talk about. There was something I was going to talk about. I started a fire. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part is that is literally written down on the piece of paper. 
Well, because a fire, it, when, when, it killed a man. Oh, once. wait, you did it last week. Well, the thing is, like, I used to say that you'd hear a siren and I'd go, oh, my ride's here, but it never got a laugh when I say it. But I figured out a way where it kills when I say it because Tom Martin helped me, and everybody just thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. But if I say, my ride's here, let's play the siren. <laughs> my ride's here. And I don't know why that doesn't work, but if I say what Tom told me, people. <laughs> Hey, it looks like someone started a fire. Oh, no, no. I started a fire. Fuck it. I fucked it up. What do I say? I started a fire? Okay, do play it again. Hey, my ride's here. 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 No, thanks. Nope. My ride's here. Please leave. If your ride's here, please leave. That's... Can I tell you why I like that twice? Because what did I tell Jake about my favorite thing was that Wit did? That one time I do that, Wick goes, well, you better go then. And I go, oh, my God, that's such a mean thing to say, but comedically funny. And then you, all right, you got to go then. No, but my ride is here. Get the fuck out. Well, my ride's here. Good. No, my ride's here. Come on. Hey, it looks like Todd started a fire. Ah! That's funny. That's funny. I'm going to shit in my pants. That's funny. Ah! Todd, you've done it again. How does he think of it? Okay, now listen, I'm the director of this. This is why I love to do, this is my comedy uh, style, this is my improv way. I'm a director. Yes. I go, guys, that was great, that's probably the one we use. But this time, it's a scene in, whatever, it doesn't matter. I want you to do it over the top. It's so funny that you, I'm going to shit in my pants. I'm vomiting in my mouth. You can't, I come over, I go, whatever you do, I don't want you to get caught with a line read. I'm just throwing that shit out your way. You can't believe it. But by the way, that was really good, and I didn't think I was going to take this. This is him telling you off the side. <laughs> I just, like, pulled us aside. <laughs> I didn't think this, just so you know that you're leading me, I'm not leading you. Gotcha. I didn't think this scene was going to be that big of a deal, but the, the way you guys did it, I went, oh, no, 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 no. We got to do it further okay. over the top. So here we go. You're right. Yeah. We are great. And you might think, well, what? How's, <laughs> how's this going to be in a movie, this scene? I don't know. Maybe it's a scene where, uh, you, you know. You win an Oscar? Yeah, and there's a scene is like uh, they're doing a podcast. I make it very easy. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, looks like my ride's here. My ride's here. My ride's here. My ride's here. <sighs> a tumbleweed just rolled by. My ride is here. The, the tumbleweed was funnier. Yeah, that tumbleweed should go on Fallon. <laughs> New Fallon. <laughs> We're not. My ride's you. here. My ride's here. Boo. Oh, shut up, boo. <laughs> that ghost hates you. <laughs> uh. No, my ride's here. No, I'm not doing it. I know, Tom, I, I can get it down this way. This is funny, too, and I don't want to be... Oh, Tom got it to work in a different way for me, and I appreciate that. But the, I'm doing it right. Don't tell me I'm not doing it right. Play it again. I'm not fucking around. My ride's here. <laughs> Sam, did you just go... Not on purpose. Not girl Sam, man Sam. Well, let's all just sit here then. If I can't get it down, then okay. Let's see Good. how long we can be quiet. Oh, we can be quiet for a long time. Look okay, at me. Great. Right is... now, I'm being quiet. wonder mm. if your ride's getting impatient waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they have a book. 
And matter of fact, I swear to God, they told me yesterday, they go, if, if I come to pick you up and you're late, don't get nervous. I have a whole book I need to Where, read. Are they reading uh, my rides here at the Todd Glass story? <laughs> uh, you know what? I you heard think that book sucks. You think you're funny? You think you're so funny, Alan Strickland-Williams. Everything's Alan Strickland Strickland-Williams. Just doing my thing. Alan Strickland-Williams. You get what you pay for, Todd. Alan Strickland Williams. That's why they hired me. Alan Strickland Williams. Not my problem. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I have a question to ask, and I don't want to take us out of our fun. Why did I write that down? What the vault? Oh, oh. <clears throat> May I have some reverb, please? <laughs> and now, from the vault of Mr. Lyricist Joe. Comes an old Todd Glass classic. Oh, there's some tambourines over there. Oh, yeah. That's right, motherfuckers. Show, show, show. Uh huh. Oh, that's right. Thank you sincerely for the show we want to hear. And hearing all the big stars have to say. Oh, yeah. Shut the fuck up. This is crazy. Where'd you grow up? Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no I way. thought about that during Liar. the song was playing. He did, he grew up in Jacksonville. You see, you did Jacksonville, Florida. Yep. Did you ever? We talked about this last week, and I don't want to make it a running theme of the show. But did you ever steal anything um, from Jacksonville? Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stole a candy bar once. My mom made me take it back. God, I love that. So, Two so, months ago. <laughs> <laughs> The candy bar was in my pocket. Sorry, mom. Hold on, say that again. Say that again, and I'm not joking you. You're gonna you're gonna respect me for making an edit, which I don't normally do. Cut this here. Now let me ask you a question. Did you? Uh, did oh no? Hold on. We talked. You're gonna know where to come in, okay? We talked about this last week on our show. Sure. Um, did you ever steal anything? Oh, yeah. Actually, um, I I stole a candy bar once. See, that's not even. I feel bad. Like I stole all this shit. Now I now I used to stole a yeah, candy bar two months ago. Alan Strickland, <laughs> he's back on the Todd Glass show. No, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, do it again with this. You want to do it again? I got. I got to say, my mom made it. Oh, you're right. You're right. All right, hold on. I'm, I swear to God, we don't do this that often. But we are gonna. Sometimes I go. Oh, leave all this in. 
And that, this is a defining moment we're at right now. Do I leave all this in? <laughs> Here's what happened. Oh, here, I'll tell you why. Leave because, it all in. Leave it all in because that's what the government didn't do about the 9-11 investigation. <laughs> they didn't leave any of it in. Well, then I don't want people to think we're being deceptive. But this is a great, <laughs> this is a great example, and I'm to George Carlin, of some things because, you know, what would we edit out on the show? You might go, really? Oh, God damn it. Now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't. No, take it out. I'm not kidding you, and I'll tell you why later. I don't want to bore us all with it. Aristotle, so honestly, leave it in. Aristotle. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. I think it might take people out of – I don't want to make people think the show's edited too much because then they start thinking, okay, now I have to So we should out. definitely edit it. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> – Just like the government – just like the government edited – See, then when it gets funny, I want to leave it. <laughs> you know what's not funny? What happened to our country September 11, 2001? Seriously, I don't want an editing nightmare on my hands because I won't. I don't want a national nightmare on my hands. <laughs> Todd? <laughs> oh, God. Now I have a big decision to make. Now my right is here. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make sense? I'm going to leave it, but I need everyone to George Carlin to be quiet for a second. But I am going to leave it all. The, what I, to George Carlin, we used to edit more because just I would say somebody's name or I'd be like, so now sometimes if I, I, I will make a clean, oh, God damn it, motherfucker. There's no way I can take all this out now. <laughs> All right. It's all right, Todd. If, would you kill me if I did? Uh, Do whatever you want. This is so fun. Uh, 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 all right. Leave it in. Uh, yeah. I'm making it like it's a big deal. Like it's We're talking about national like treasure. I don't want the people to think I edit the show so much. Because I don't. If I was listening to the show, I don't want to start thinking like, did they? But, hey, I left it all in, so, you know. I did hope you? you're fucking did happy. You, did you? Yes, they're hearing everything. They just heard it. They know I did. Well, if they hear this, then they should know that I love them. Thank you. <laughs> just say that like a dick. Just like be like, well, yeah, well, guess what, tough guy? If they fucking hear this, then they should know that I respect and cherish every last one of them. You know what you the respect? pieces of shit. I had a dream last night. I'm not going to lie to you. To George Carlin, I'm going to make this happen, what I'm about to say. Do to it. George Carlin, the listener knows I never break that. Although in the beginning of the show when I said to George Carlin, I don't want to interrupt you, I, I realized that. I did, but I didn't have intentions to. That makes a you're little bit of a difference. A, you're hosting uh, one of the top 100 podcasts Thank you. on the Nerdist Now, Network. this is a visual. <laughs> <laughs> this is a visual. Josh. 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 Me. Josh, careful. <laughs> Josh. To George Carlin, I'm going to make this happen. But it did, was a dream I had 10 years ago. And I used to talk about this on stage, but I haven't done it in a while. I had a dream uh, that uh, the Candyman music was playing and that I was walking around a comedy club sp spraying. This is the truth to George Carlin, that I was walking around spraying whipped cream in everybody's mouth while I played the Candyman. Like in my dream, it was a bit I did. But tonight, can we have some music, please? No!
kind of candy you want? Sweet chocolate, chocolate ball. He's actually doing it. Alan is first. A mouthful of whipped cream for Alan. Sam Varela's next. She's holding a tambourine. She's getting a mouthful of whipped cream. I'm going to keep talking. It's there. Oh, 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 oh. That's whipped cream in Josh's mouth. This sounds delicious. Dion, Nick, and Sam have all received whipped cream. Candyman Jake Adams getting some whipped cream. There's whipped cream on Sam's cigarette. That's one sweet cigarette for Sam Varela tonight here at the Todd Glass Show. One sweet cigarette for one sweet lady. Oh, that's a sweet thing to say, Josh. Thank you very much. That's my name. This guy's Alan, and now we throw it back to Todd. How good was that? Pretty sweet. That was delicious. Can I tell you, in all the chaos, in all the chaos, I remembered that um, Aristotle probably doesn't eat dairy. <laughs> also, I'm lactose intolerant. Are you serious? Yeah, remember because of the pizza wings thing? It's okay, there's no sugar in that. Bread sauce. <laughs> I no, remember remember you, was, got, you got... He was getting pizza. I, yeah, I never take for granted that someone didn't listen to last week's show or the week before. You were at my house, you don't eat uh, meat. No, 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 I don't eat dairy. Dairy, so I said... Oh, oh. he eats meat. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, hey, eat meat. <laughs> oh, God. No, but I, I'm telling you, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sick tomorrow because I loved that bit so much. Oh yeah, you. So I came to you and I, I thought, oh, let me check. I looked in. I, I didn't do it before. I looked at someone because I figured if you were whatever lactose intolerant, whatever. But oh, you, whatever. Just this crippling disease that's ruined your childhood. You're, you're right. I should have, I should have jumped in front of his mouth and taken the <laughs> slow motion. Uh, By the way, the smoke in here, it's, it's uh, too is much. Is it okay? Is it too much? Is too it much. okay? It might be. Is it too much? If it's too much, we'll stop. I like, but yet I oddly like it. It makes me feel like I'm in London in 1970. It feels <laughs> like you're in Madden. That's what it was like in London. People walked around smoking, and the London Bridge was falling down. And that's a true story. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Everyone's afraid to talk about that. Do we forget about you people? Are you kidding me? You think, oh, uh, everybody, it's your birthday. I want to say happy birthday, and we're going to go around the room and let everybody... Let's play the birthday song. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Hey, happy birthday. Can we have some reverb, please? Happy birthday, baby. Now, listen, bring that music down. But do you have any betting music that sounds like that, that we could say happy birthday to these people? Oh, this is what I like. Oh, yeah. That's like the band, and they're vamping for us. They gotta play this until we want to move on with the show. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they all go out at night, the band, you know how they drink? There's like 15, 20 of them. They go, Oh, yeah. Man, those guys talk for like 20 minutes. It's hard to play that beat. They go, The same beat they want behind them. Over you ever and see over when a performer again. does this? Mm-hmm. And I, when I had a good time, and he starts talking, and the band vamps, usually it's about 30 seconds. Right? And then they, they take the. This is like a, a, a six second part of the song, and then as soon as the performer goes hit it, they start fucking. They go right back into it. But they gotta, we do it a lot longer. <laughs> we want to say happy birthday to people. Who do you want to say happy birthday to? I want to say. Pick a name and guess. Try to pick a name that someone coincidentally has that name. I want to say happy birthday to Marcy. Marcy. Anybody out there that's named Marcy, baby, you did it. You're another year older. And may I say, another year better? You know what, Jared Thompson, owner of the Subway Comedy Attic oh. in uh, Bloomington, he had a son, and guess what? Happy birthday. Boom. <laughs> That's right. Anything you want to say over there, Alan? 
Happy birthday to Sloan. <laughs> See, I've never asked... I, once in a while, I ask this audience a favor. Sometimes I ask them to tweet for me. You know, tweet something for me. Sometimes they do, but I'm always thinking it should be a little more. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to sound like Daniel Kino. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. Daniel, you know I love you, but you don't listen to the fucking show. But, um... I am asking you, if there's a Sloan listening to the show, let us fucking know. Let us know. Don't go, oh, I forgot to email those guys. Are you shitting me, Sloan? Sloan, don't pull an Ian Carmel. Sloan. Don't pull an Ian and Carmel. You email us, Sloan. That's right. Don't pull an Ian Carmel. And tell us how your birthday was. Sloan. Sloan. Can you do me a favor, Jake? Can you go over to that mic and pick somebody out? It's, you know it's their fucking birth. Maybe we should remind people what this birthday song is. So I don't think we're just vamping to nothing. Let's give a little of the birthday song. Here we go. What's this? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It's okay to celebrate your birthday if you do it in a good way. It's like you're just saying, I came onto this planet. This planet is special. I, I, I decided I'm changing my view on it. Just don't make people buy you shit. Unless you're Sloan. 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 Sloan deserves a chandelier on her birthday. I hope Sloan. But what, what, if, what, if, what do you think the odds to George Carlin? To George Carlin. That there is a Sloan. You would think with... I don't know how many downloads we have a month, but its uh, I think it's in the area of like 15,000. Is there a Sloan? What do you think? 100%. There's, there's got to be a Sloan. Yeah, there's got to be a Sloan. But you know there's a Michael. That's why I'm going with Michael, you motherfucker. <laughs> Look at you, you son of a bitch. And you're going, yeah, but Michael's an easy one. Guess yeah. what, Michael? You're still fucking Michael. And I fucking said it. And it's your fucking birthday, Michael, and you earned it. Can I be honest? If no one repeats this to... Uh, Alan Strickland Williams. Mm-hmm. You swear you won't say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just tell me. I thought it was. I think you should have picked a more common name because then the odds of. I mean, there might not be a Sloan. <laughs> Honestly, if there was a Sloan. <laughs> what are you guys talking about in here? <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, well, you just came in from the other room? Was that the door opening? <laughs> <laughs> it's a metal rusty door. Step, 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 step. <laughs> Oh, I, I, is that Todd and Josh talking over there in the corner? Let me just tiptoe over there. Anyway, about Alan. Is there anybody else you want to say hi to except Sloan? Maybe there's an... Oh, yeah, Jake, you want to go over to the mic? Hold on, I got some... Okay, go ahead. Blake Wexler, happy birthday. There's but nobody you, named but, Blake Wexler. But here, no, stop it. Stop it, stop. There's no Blake Wexler. That name's right. like... Imagine that. Yeah. And then he gets into comedy. Hey! (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm Blake Wexler. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I want to see Sloan. Epic, but... uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) That's funny. The whole audience's ride is here. (laughs) Pretty big fire. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty 
babe. Oh, Jesus, this sucks. This is the worst part when I have to do these station identifications. Hey, everybody, this is Todd Glass, and if you are bored and you don't know what to do, the bitter Buddha, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, if you want to sit around and watch a documentary and learn about a comedian that uh, you should have known about years ago, it's a comedian, his name is Eddie Pepitone, and the documentary was done by a great filmmaker called Steve Fine Arts. I believe it's pronounced Fine Arts. Fine Arts. Let's say it as snobby as we can. Go around there. Because you know Steve. You know you say this and it seems pretentious that I'm thinking that he would love this this much. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he would. Oh, if, if we all said his name oh, as yeah. fancy as we could. And I, I use this term I use a lot. And I will use it again. He'll come. We could get him to come. Even if he's not pulling his pants down and touching himself, he'll start. <laughs> Steve Fine Arts. He's going to go. And here's what's going to happen. He's going to hear it. He's going to go. At one point, he's going to go. It actually got embarrassing because I started to get a boner. <laughs> and I was, like, tried to hide it, but I was like, sitting behind my desk, and I was like, thank God, like, I'm just working. Because if I was out in public at the Starbucks and I was listening on my headphones, Steve Feinarts. Steve Feinarts. Steven Spielberg. Steve. It goes with it. He likes that. Steven Spielberg Feinarts. That's his stage name. Directors have stage names. By the way, Steve, I got to say, fine arts, buddy. These documentaries you're making are great. Steve, fine arts. Look at you. He chose that name, right? Steve, can we have some reverb? Aristotle, what would make you not to think to give us reverb? Because I'll tell you why. Because you're coked up. (laughs) Shit's dripping out of your pussy. And you're so unaware of what's going on that I I can't have you you hurting the show like that. You you give good reverb. That's what I said. Steve. Steve Fine Arts. Hello, Steve. Hi, I'm Steve Fine Arts. Lights, camera, action. Hi, everybody. I want to tell you a little story. It's about a man yeah, named it's Edward a... Pepitone. No, it's about a guy named Eddie Pepitone, and I did a documentary on him. Listen. I grew up in the, in the outskirts of a big city, and I just loved this comedian named Steve. His name was Eddie Pepitone, and I saw him on TV when I was younger. And I was like, I'm going to do a documentary on him. Let me tell you a story, everybody. My name is Steve Finearts. Howdy. I'm Steve Finearts. Do you know what it means to be a man? Want me to show you? I'm Steve Finearts. I'm going to teach you about a movie. By showing you a movie. About showing you a man, and his name is Eddie Pepitone. Ho, ho, ho! Right on, cowboy. Yeehaw! I'm Steve Bonner. You think he'd turn it off right now? If his, if he right now he heard his grandmother in the other room, no bullshit, no bullshit. going, Steve, I think I fell, and we're going, Steve. Steve. Grandma, Grandma, hold on one second. I, I fallen. No, no, hold on one second. I Bernard. feel like someone's talking to me. Steve Bernard. No, Grandma, I know you're gonna be fine. Alan. I slipped on a piece of cheese. I slipped on, I slipped on my pussy. Hold on, let me just listen. They're singing my name. This is like the Tom Martin bit I do, oh, but, but I don't give a shit. It sounds quiet, so maybe you should come to me now. Because I've heard... I heard Steve! 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 
confetti. You know, that's a good I, thing to do, and I can never get the group to do it. Uh, at, when you're singing happy birthday to somebody, once in a while, if you have ten people, and we'll do it here. And by the way, there's no way people are listening aren't going to do this now. So I'm so glad that I, that I remembered to talk about this. Well, it's not that big of a deal. You could turn my reverb off. Aristotle, pay attention. <laughs> Did you Obviously. know there's something wrong with his pussy? Well, his shit is dripping out of it. Oh, oh. so something's right with it. Well, I mean, the jingle, the jingle, <laughs> the jingle can't lie. Jingle won't lie. Jingle will never lie. That's why this jingle wouldn't lie. No, jingles don't lie. Williams, he's back on the Todd Glass Show again. Sing along, you know it. Alan, Alan Strickland Williams. He's up for comedy jokes. He has. So we're learning. Okay, start it over. Start it over. Start it over. Start it over. Alan, Alan Strickland Williams. He's back on the Todd Glass Show again. Play it over. Play it over. Go. Alan Strickland Williams, he's back on the Taka Show again. Alan Strickland Williams, he'll tell you how many jokes he has. I wonder how his jokes would sound. Dangerfield was still around. Alan Strickland Williams, he's on the Taka Show. That's me. <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams, he's back on the Taga Show again. I'm back, baby. Alan Strickland Williams. So anyway, well, we just sort of did it, but I'm going to... You turn my reverb off. Oh, my God. You know what? He had too many salted cashews before the show. I told him to get salted almonds. He gets salted cashews. Acts like he didn't know. He knew what he was fucking doing. <laughs> he goes, oh, did I get the wrong thing? Oh, Can I tell you the truth? I get almonds because they're healthier. Right. But the minute when he goes, I got jumbo salted cashews, I went, oh, I wanted almonds. But I was so glad it was cashews. Yep. I was, and then I, I thought he'd get saltless, which is better. And they're still good. I bite into them. There's like extra sea salt on them. It goes, extra salty sea salt. Cashews, and I'm crunching them and eating them. And he and I told him to hide them from me. And guess what he did? He has them all in his pockets. And I see him when I look over there. He keeps eating them out of his pockets. And I'm to George Carlin. I mean that. Did you not pull put them in your pockets? I have nothing in my pockets. Don't. I said to George Carlin, did I see you in the other room putting? I did have. Don't. Oh, but you ate them all. Don't make me look like a liar. Okay, listen. And he never worked on the show again. Um, so when you're at someone's, if someone has a birthday at a restaurant, you obviously you take turns. Someone else is going, ah, oh, and then you take over. And there's sort of an agreement amongst everybody that people take breaths at different times. But you do happy birthday and you hold the last note. And I did it once at a party for Dave Rath. I didn't do it. Some other comedian started it. And it was amazing. Cause, so, so let's try to do it right now, okay? For our, and it, oh, by the way, it sort of works because today is a special birthday show right. for our listeners, okay? So, um, here we go. So yeah, everybody sings it normal, mm-hmm. and there's two. Oh, by the way, let's do this way first. The other way is it falls apart quickly. Let's do that quickly. <laughs> everybody just go, man, 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 and that people. And by the way, other tables will laugh at that because they love that you. No one wants to do it, so it's like they think it's a cheesy table, and then if you really commit to this, tables 
three away will start looking over going, something about it is infectiously funny. So that you start out normal and it goes bad. People are just mumbling and not even trying. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to I didn't even want to come. Good job on your job. We get it. You're a year old. And here's the other one. This you do right to the very end. And then you really hold that last note. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'll go as long as we can. At probably the first night when this happened, I think they might have done it at least a minute. And it was, it was really up to George Carlin. And I'd never seen anyone do this before where they held the last note and everyone took turns. Uh, but Dave had said that's something that they had done, that group, like in the past. So maybe I'm oversetting it up. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Michael. Happy birthday, dear Michael and Sloan. Not Sloan. Happy birthday to you. Todd Glass Show America, number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Want to hear the worst infomercial in the world? Yes, please. Let me, oh, do one of your jokes and I'll repeat it as Rodney. Okay. Oh, fuck. Now I got to think about it. Okay, I know. I'm sorry. One. I shouldn't have thrown that at you. Edit this out. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Let me get a little reverb in my mic if I'm going to do Rodney, you know? Or people know who Rodney is still. I don't want to be that yeah. guy doing, like, dated him. Oh, by the way, I wouldn't do this in my act, but on the podcast, it's different. I know people are like, why, why do we get treated differently than your act? Well, then you I know, can't. in my act, I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> well, because it's, here, it's just that you have a lot more time with the people. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. But I don't want, I wouldn't be on the road. Well, I do Mitch doing Rodney on the road. Okay, I would do it. Yeah. Never mind. I take this all back. I'm a horrible person. Uh, hey, I'll tell you, it's all right, you know. Hey, ho, ho. Reverb, reverb. Hey. Hello. Hey. 
Why would Rodney have reverb? I don't know. It fucking sounds better. Because he's a ghost now? Hey, how you doing? All right. Hey, I'll tell you, I'm Rodney, you know? I'm a proud member of the LGBT community. That's right. I'm loving God big time. <laughs> I think I can't remember all that. All I kept thinking when I heard LGBT was like, oh, fuck, I have to remember LGBT. And then I thought, oh, now I have to remember what it stands for. Does that make sense what I just yeah. said? LGBT. Oh, let's do a different one. Okay. I'll tell you I'm a pro. I'll tell you. That's all I do with that. <laughs> I'll tell you I'm a proud member of LGBT. <laughs> Uh, hey. No, go ahead. Give me an easier one. <laughs> an easier yeah, that's one. okay. Okay. Um, oh, uh, my f- my friend said that uh, he loved a book so much he read it cover to cover. Duh, that's how you read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. My friend told me he loved the book so much he read it to cover to co- he read it cover to cover. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you read a book. Oh. Okay, because Rodney wouldn't say duh, so hold on, I'll do he it again. Say duh, okay, yeah. ready? It's okay, though. He can still make it his. I'll tell you, the other day a friend of mine told me he loved the book so much, he read it cover to cover. That's the way you... Fuck! What about... What about uh... I'll tell you, the other day my friend told me to read... He said, I love the book so much, I read it cover to cover. That's the way you read a book. I'll tell you, it's all right, you know. Josh Andrusky. I'll tell you, the other day a friend of mine told me he read a book cover to cover. Ah, you fucking idiot. That's the way you read a book. You (laughs) moron. There you go. (laughs) I wrote a song for you guys. I really wrote this. I'm not lying. It's about you two. So good. You like it really? Is there reverb in my mic? There wasn't, was there? What? Hold on. Let's 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 stop. What seems to be the problem, young Aristotle, with the reverb? George Carlin, it's the levels. Like when you guys start singing into the mic, you get super loud. So I have to. Do you like it? Like this? Like this? Uh, By the way, you guys are already lowered. Do you know to George Carlin that I'm not really serious? It does make me worried. To George Carlin, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're good for being honest about it. Okay, no, it's fine. I, 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 I would tell you, I don't ever want to be on the show passive aggressive. That's where you would like, no, because he's on it. And then sometimes it's so weird that he knows if we're going, uh, four score and seven years ago, he gives re. Ah? But for that, no. To George Carlin, absolutely not. You, there's no fucking way. It's like last week I wanted music from a bit that we haven't done in 20 weeks. And I go, why the fuck wouldn't you have that music? And then I thought, look, that's funny. But in the real world, if he had it ready, I'd be nervous. If I go, well, if he's here, I'll make the board for today's show. Maybe I should have on bits from 20 weeks ago in case Todd <laughs> randomly wants the sound of a chicken getting fucked by a donkey. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It sounds like this. <laughs> oh. It ends up liking it. But that's still not right with the donkey did. This is what you get, people. But that's still not right. It's Even nah. in the bit, you're like, no, nah, but the chicken didn't. Well, the chicken didn't want it. Just because it ended up feeling good, the donkey comes over. You know, and then the dunk, the chicken's like, ah, oh, ah. Who else speaks for the chickens? What do you think a chicken sounds like? At first, when it gets it, it's like scared, and then all of a sudden it realizes it likes it. What would you do that sound? Probably. Um, if you're in a movie, and you're like doing a, a cartoon. Right. It's a I'm, twisted I'm, cartoon. I'm the character of a chicken. <laughs> you're the character chicken that I'm gets I'm about the, to be fucked. The donkey gives it a little shot. Okay, so this is. Uh, and the donkey loves it, by the way. I don't want to make. I would like to make even silly bits positive. The donkey doesn't realize it. it it's you know they're young and they're in, and then and, and they're flirting with each other yeah. a little bit. It doesn't know it's a dumb donkey, but it does really like the chicken. So okay. it goes over and it tries to 
stick its cock in its whatever it's the it chicken. In. You're the chicken, and first you it goes in, and then you go ah, and then all of a sudden you like it. What would you sound okay, like? So it probably sound a little something like this. You would you like reverb? Yes, please. I knew you would. Yes, of course I would. Sure, he would. Probably sound See, Aristotle. This is why I tell you. Probably sound a little something. Uh, it probably would sound a little something like this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. Now let him really do it for real. That was. What do you mean that was real? Don't be a dumbbell. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Do why? it really. Do it. Ch- okay. Why? Seriously? Why? why? Honestly, I, well, I, I feel agree like with I'm Jake. trying to explain this. Uh, you know, maybe um, um, Alan explained to them why nobody would like a dumbbell because I've explained every week, and now he has him on his side. So this is where, why wouldn't anybody like a dumbbell? Genuinely, try to tell them because they're just annoying. You just no one likes no one likes a dumbbell. But oh, why? Thank you. Be- I don't know how to tell them. Yeah, I try so, to tell it's them. So funny. I just... it's, it's somebody. It's somebody that doesn't have all their faculties. Then exactly. you're patient and you're loving and you're nurturing. Yeah. But this is a person that has all the faculties. They just they're nobody not using likes, them. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Nobody likes it. Yeah, for sure. What are you saying over I, there, Jake? Just... Say it louder because no one can hear you. Hold on. I'm going to let people say it, say it into the mic because I'm going to deal with this today. I don't know why nobody. I don't know why nobody likes a dumbbell. Say it louder so people can hear you. God damn! It, I don't know why any, nobody likes a dumbbell, and you keep asking, like you keep saying. Like, it. Give me your mic. Nobody likes to talk to him. Somebody. It's not. Yeah, you, you just don't. A dumbbell. They're just always annoying to be around. Okay, I think I get it, but I have one question about it. This is just killing me right now. This I is just this. sucking the Why? life out of this show. Because I hate this. A- thank you. Because Alan gets it. I'm I'm t- swearing to God right now. Okay? Sure. Because it sucks the fucking life out of this show. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what a dumbbell is, and I know I should be patient, and this I'm definitely editing out. It, nobody wants a dumbbell because they're just hard to be around. Why is that fucking be a stopper in this show? They I always totally... make everything worse. Totally they make dumbbells. It. They make things worse. Do you dumbbells. understand I, that? I, I understand it. I have one they, question. Why? And he just looks at you and mouths, thank you, because you're two idiots that just met. And I'm so, I'm, if I was no, so smart. No, they don't even realize that they're in the same. Can I tell you something? If I'm so smart, my chance here to be evolved is certainly not to be short with you guys because it just – I get it. That's true. It, it only shows my shortcomings. Any, I used to tell people that with an, if you have an acting teacher that yells at you and you want to think, oh, maybe I have something to learn. No, if somebody yells at you, they don't have the inability – they don't have the ability to educate you intelligently. It is never the person's fault that is getting yelled at. You don't have the ability as this person. Is it hard for them to understand? Is it frustrating? Would 99% of the people understand it? Yes. But if the 1% doesn't and your inability to be patient with them, it's always your fault. Never have an acting teacher or an improv teacher that yells at you, get another class because you're not learning anything from that person. Still, with that said, it is trying. And, Alan, help me here. I, you said it all. I mean, nobody likes a dumbbell. Nobody can even deal with one. I'll take a break. You have a clip of Don Rickles. If we have to, we can take a quick break here and find it. Because maybe between me, Alan, and Don Rickles, yeah. I can explain to you too calmly as opposed to getting frustrated. Because I don't want to. Because you know what? There's such a good That's energy here you. tonight. That's big of you. I think it's more – I think I should more say it was not big of me to yell and scream. It wasn't the worst in the world. I wasn't the best either. So, But, I, but I've caught myself. You seem more calm than me. No, I just – that's how I was, I was raised. No Do you one, like a dumbbell? No one likes a dumbbell. Oh, my. 
Don't be a dumbbell. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Now do we have Don Rickles saying it also? No, is that Don Rickles? I hate a dumbbell. (laughs) Don't be a dumbbell. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, what does this sound like? Play Don Rickles. Don't be a dumbbell. I hate a dumbbell. (laughs) Nobody likes a dumbbell. Now, the other guy was not Don Rickles. Don't Don't be a dumbbell. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Don Rickles. Oh, please don't get caught. This is now another level. No, that. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I feel like I'm following you step by step. That's Don Rickles just said, nobody likes a dumbbell. let Let me try to explain. Okay. Just nicely. Yes. You're a little off, but that's okay. I was even confused yesterday when I heard the two of them. Okay. So, but I've, I've played them a lot. It makes you feel better. So let me just play Don Rickles for you saying it. I hate it. a dumbbell. I hate a dumbbell. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that is Don Rickles. This is not. Don't be a dumbbell. Nobody likes a dumbbell. You know, that guy was great as uh, Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story. Oh, Don Rickles. Oh, boy. Best. One of the best. Yeah. Still okay. kicking. Okay. Still this... kicking. Yikes. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to say I don't have the ability. Can we move on? Because I can't explain to you why nobody likes a dumbbell. I have one I have one thing, though. We can move on. I'm totally oh, okay with moving on. Josh, please, please, please. And I'm being I'm swearing to God. Don't yeah, yeah. ask me the question. I think you're going to yeah. ask. Oh, no, 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 no. This is this is a different question. I'm oh, OK. OK. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent sure this is a different question. OK. Why? Oh. Give, can you give him your. Oh. The Todd Glass Show, voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. And if Don Rickles says it, you know it's true. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to The Todd Glass Show. You got it. Ian Carmichael's passed away. (laughs) He's mourned by the comedy community. Breaking news. Well, at first when he said that, I said he passed away. And and Jake goes, Todd, don't spread that over the, even in the podcast world. That's a horrible, horrible thing. And I go, well, of course he's passed away. No, he just didn't decide not to call me. Yeah, which one's more likely? That's an insult to him. I feel like that's punching him in the face. Like, oh, I'm okay. I've just decided that I've put Todd on that list of people that I don't return their calls. Like, I'm, I, no, no, that, that, that sounds mean to him. God, that sounds, and I don't know where he is, and I don't know if he's hearing me from up above, but somehow on the, on the smidgen of a chance that he is, I know that if he still has some of the same emotion when he was down here, he's so frustrated with Jake going, no, I don't do that. Yes, yes, I even hate to admit that there are a group of people I don't call back that day. Some then the next day, and there's others. I just let a few days go by, and I put into the category that I'm okay with going. Let me just don't get back to them. And I put Todd in that category. How dare you say that about him? Like I'm some schmuck that he doesn't have to worry about calling back. He is not on this planet anymore. And I hope he just left in a painless way because he was nothing. But every bone in his body was filled with love and joy and happiness. And I wanted to soak it in. And I said it when he was here. And the lighting in the room is changing. And you have the nerve to go, Todd, are you sure he's just not fine and he doesn't call you back? Shame on you. How dare you. You pile of shit, Jake. You are a pile of shit. Yeah, and I'm going to do the voice. that if, If what you're saying is right, then this is what he says. I, Todd called me. I didn't get back to him the next day or the next day. And then eventually I I think I'm going to do it. And then I put it in my periphery and I just don't call him back. That doesn't even sound real. Great. Like Portland I'm a accent. schmuck. Like I'm, I'm just some fucking shit fucking comic that he doesn't have to get back to. Like a call from me doesn't mean anything. In this town? <sighs> yeah, a- on this podcast circuit? Yeah. How- he is up Here's in heaven. He, he, obviously he must have, uh, you know. And I don't mean I'm just, as a friend. 
that I adore him. But, and that he just, nah, I don't call Todd Glass back. Jake goes, oh, he could be here and just not retaining your call, Todd. I don't have time, Jake, on this show for people to throw out ideas that aren't happening. Of course he's not here. He, he's fine. He just called me. He just got out of a coma. And the and, first thing he said was, I got to call Todd. Yeah. Is that true? That's absolutely I swear true. to God. He texted me that. Now I feel bad. He just got out of oh, the No, I feel oh, good. No, no, no. Yeah, you feel should bad. feel good. Oh. Yep. Is he on the phone? He's on the phone right now. Oh, I hope Todd picks up. Wait, who's calling? Are we calling him or are we calling I, him? Or is I'm he calling, calling us? Todd. I'm calling Todd. Who's going to be him? I'm... Hello? Hello? Hi, it's Ian Carmel. Oh, my God, Ian. I've never felt happier to hear your voice. <laughs> You've reached my voicemail. Oh, oh. I'm in a coma right now, but please oh, leave how, a message. How would you know to leave that? And if this is Todd Glass, oh. I want to make sure that you know that yeah, I would not have called you regardless of the coma. <laughs> um, here's me in real life leaving a message, <laughs> trying to be nice because I realize his family's probably listening to them at this point. Um. <laughs> hey, Al, um. <laughs> yeah? Um, no, shut up. Hold on, I fucked up the bit. Hold on, lost, you know what I meant I to say. I what I was going to do next, so I made a pre-recorded thing for Jake to play while I remember what I was talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How many weeks can I do this? I mean, it's working now, but it's uh, something I pre-recorded yesterday at the house. Okay, I was talking about that, then I was talking about that, then he talked about that, and then what's-his-name talked about this. Oh, and then our guest talked about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't remember. Why did I even forget? I totally remember. Okay, shut this off, Jake. I remember. Jake, shut. Jake, now it's your fault. The listeners have to understand. Shut this off. I remember what I was talking about. Okay, hold on. Jake, I'm going to leave a message. I'm not for... even joking around. I swear to God. I'm, thank God we have that safe word. I remember what I was talking about. Now it's unprofessional. Hey, uh... Hey, uh... Anyway, I, I, I don't know me. what I, I was going to do next. No, no, so I, I got mean... it, I got it, I got it. Ian, it's Todd. Um, hey, buddy. I didn't know if maybe the... I guess the doctors might have been able to predict that you were maybe going to go into a coma. And you left that message. Um... <laughs> listen, I'm trying to be a big man here. I got to be honest, you didn't... You didn't call me back and my feelings, so I guess we're hurt. Sometimes it goes to anger, and then sometimes you deal with real emotion through comedy. But So I said some stuff on my podcast. You might hear that. and It was all good and fun. And, um, I feel horrible saying this, but it doesn't... Oh, fuck. If you would like to continue leaving this message, please press 1. Listen, I want to say that I'm, I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I hope you're hearing this whole message. I've never been so happy to hear somebody's in a coma. <laughs> because it just means that you did want to call me back. So I just, um, I hope, oh my, is that, is that your, are you, are you there? Oh, you're, you're healthy? All right, this bit's over. This bit's over because I had to suck for everybody else. Because I was the only one that could do anything. Now nah, I'm just fucking with you. Leave a message after the beat. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> you motherfucker, call me back. No, seriously. Come on. I, you know what? 
You know what I learned in life? There's sometimes a C, but if there isn't, I'm going to have to have a genuine, nice conversation with someone that I think uh, I, I admire comedically. I also admire he's got a good heart. He's got a good soul. And you know him being to George Carlin. Yeah. I, I've learned that there's a C. But if there's not, I want to deal with B. A is – C is that there's another third reason, like that he didn't just decide not to call me back. And he goes, here's what happened. And sometimes you hear the C and you're like, that makes total sense. That's why you don't write emails to people. You know, people that write crazy emails before they know what there there might have been. You know, you just you know. So with this, hey, maybe there is. Maybe he'll go. Oh man, like with Rory, Rory wasn't calling me back. Now you might think, oh Todd, this is a running thing. Every so often it happens. You know, where I deal with this, and Rory lost his phone in Hawaii, <laughs> and he has every message I left him, and they were getting more and more. The third one was like, okay, now I feel like we're dating, and you're not calling me back. <laughs> Seriously. But you know what? I was happy to find out that he lost his phone because he goes, no, Todd. He, he genuinely goes, no, I don't. We have a friendship where I don't do that, where I don't. You know, you have certain people. Plus with texting today, what someone's saying to you. And I've learned from almost Dr. Kevin Sousa, it does not represent the way they feel about you. People get busy. They get overwhelmed. Something they hear, because I left them a nice message, made them feel good, even when he hears this. And he will fucking hear this podcast. I guarantee it, because I will call him and tell him to listen to it. He oh, had, that's not going to work. He had no intentions on ever hurting my feelings, ever. He just thought, oh, I got away from him. And people get busy, and they get overwhelmed, and they sort of throw it into a category of like, he left me a nice message. I don't really owe him a call. Now, wait a second. Now that I think about it, maybe he didn't. I swear to God, I'm being honest. To George Carl. Well, I left him a nice message and I said, hey, oh, yeah, he does. I left him a super nice message and I said, do you want to hang out? Call me back, right? Yeah. Not right away because it's not that type of call. But the next day, the next day. No. So now he's hearing this and he's going, oh, shit, I, I, I didn't know. It doesn't represent the way he feels about me. But once I tell him the way it makes me feel, on a podcast. Then it's up to him in the future to return my calls. So he's really done nothing wrong until the next time. And I know the, and, and to George Carlin, that is true. Like, I mean, if some if you tell somebody how you feel about something and you're genuine and you're vulnerable and you like are like, this is how this makes me feel. It, the first time doesn't matter. The second time. But can I tell you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Both times it matters, but one, but it's the second of the worst. You know what the weird part is, and I'm being, I'm, I'm going to say overused to George Carlin, is that this happens a lot with people, you know, in friendships and relationships, and everyone doesn't understand. And I never want to be the type of person that if somebody hasn't called me, like we have a rule with my friends, it just, it's just sort of an unspoken rule. If somebody doesn't call you out of the blue, like you don't, I have friends I don't talk to for a year. But I will say this. Our friendship since high school was sometimes I call them out of the blue and sometimes they call me out of the blue. Yeah. And it just happens naturally, and I'm okay with that. And we don't talk for a year and a half. We never get on the phone and go, hey, come in and call me. Shut the fuck up. Just be – if someone called, have a good time, start talking. Don't – okay, so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm that person. But then with the returning of the call thing – I don't know. Like you said, you're not good at returning calls. No, I'm not good at returning calls. But you return my call. Well, you're Todd Glass. <laughs> Thank you. Your podcast. <laughs> That's all. Comedy Todd Glass. <laughs> That's what I say it again. Well, uh, you're Todd Glass. And what do you play? That's right, everybody. When Todd Glass calls you, you pick up the phone, you show a little common courtesy, and you call him back. You know what? I'm going to make a bigger deal about it. What did you just say? Well, you're Todd Glass. Thank you. 
Me too. <laughs> hey, it's a me, Alan Strickland. Will. Hey, it's a me, it's Alan Strickland. Will you? Hey, hey, can I get a little a reverb? Oh, oh, I'm a Alan Strickland. Will you? Hey, I'm Alan Strickland. Will you? I'm a Jake, a fog, a foggy, foggy nest. Forget about Forget it. About it. I'm, I'm a... James Adomi. I'm Jake Adams. I got a podcast called The Developmental from Foreman and Year. Something like that. I try to give him a plug in a bit. Look yeah. at me, I'm Steve Finart. Steve How bitter is my Buddha? Hey, I'm Steve Finart, everybody. Yeah. Check out the bitter Buddha. Oh, I'm Steve Finart. I'm Did you know? William, everybody. I'm going to tell you 38 jokes uh, while you're you. waiting for your bus. Uh, oh, <laughs> leave me alone, please. <laughs> my name's Alan Strickland Waves. I'm so scared. Oh, I'm Alan Strickland Williams. Let me throw on my jacket and tell 38 <laughs> jokes in an hour and 20 minutes. I'm Alan Strickland Williams. I dress like I belong on a boat. Oh, hi. I'm Josh Androsky, and I brought some whippets. <laughs> <laughs> what if I go do me, but then it's like that. Well, it sort of mirrors the bit that they did on Keenan and Peel, where the guy goes, you know, do me, and then it gets really bad. He doesn't like it. You know, because we're all doing I'm. I'm like, you, do me, guys. Don't be afraid. Um, I'm Todd Glass. Oh, really, are you? I'm going to burn in hell for my sins because I killed a man once just to look at the look in his eyes when the blood ran out of his body. My name's Samantha. I could tell you things about Mark Marin that would make your hair stand straight up if you were bald. <laughs> My name is Sloan. Mark. No one thinks I exist. Oh. Well, I had such a fun time listening to the Todd Glass. And it's my birthday. My no one called so me on my birthday. Well, the Todd Glass Show is the only show oh. that cares. But you I'm Sloan. I think I hear something in the background. Well, what's that I hear in the background? Is that for me, Sloan? Could it possibly be for Sloan? ever for Sloan. Oh, this is the actual song. Let's listen to it. Crank it up. Crank it up. Where's the happy birthday Sloan song? Happy birthday. Oh, oh, what? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday, Sloan. Don't stop. Great birthday. <laughs> it's for me. My, no, I was going to go to the other slide. I was going to take an honest break because I have to pee, but this bit. Should we come back and continue oh, yeah. to do this? It was, no, yeah. maybe we should go to the bathroom. <laughs> Sounds like Andrew does play a it's little. It's my birthday. Day. I'm Sloan. I love my the, birthday. I love, no, I'm, my name's Sam. I met Todd at Bruja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My 
my name's Nick. I'm doing a charity show. Will you do it? No, it's oh, Wednesday the 30th. Predict, the, predict the worst circumstances. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing will go right. Would you like to swing by for free and do a show to help people with things that are wrong? <laughs> Hi, it's me, Sloan. We've all had a lot of fun here on this show. But I want to let everybody know if someone forgets your birthday, somebody can help. Call Todd Glass at 323-666-6969. If someone forgot your birthday, tell him Sloan sent you. He'll tell you happy birthday. Play one of the first birthday ones. I think people are missing it. Because they're like, what happened to the first one you played? Happy birthday, baby. She sounds angry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, piece of shit. Can I tell you, I'm embarrassed. Play that from the beginning. I'm embarrassed that I didn't realize that. Day to you. Let's hear her. She's so mad. Birthday to you. Who wants her singing it? Happy birthday. Okay, everybody. Happy birthday. Your aunt. Happy All right, birthday. hold on. Your aunt Lisa wants to sing Happy Birthday. Oh, Aunt Lisa's the best. All right, let, let me. She's get never back. angry. Let me have some back. This is your aunt Lisa. I wanted to prove I have a softer side, so I set up a karaoke music, and I'm going to sing Happy Birthday to you. Aunt Lisa, Wait. you smell like paint. No, you kids. Around your mouth. Oh, God. Let me sing Happy Birthday. Why would I smell? Because I sniff it, you mean? Oh. <laughs> and you got paint on you, but I didn't want to mention well, that. Let me sing Happy Birthday. I'll do it nice, okay? Well, she's going to do it nice for once. She's actually going to do, do it, it nice. nice. I'm not angry anymore. It's okay, Lisa. I'm yeah, a, it's a birthday miracle. All right, here. Play music for me. Birthday. Birthday. What I do? Am I in trouble? No, I'm singing Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. They stopped talking about me. I'm not enjoying the show. Two seconds. My name wasn't, wasn't mentioned. Said. There's a chance that I even stopped listening, but then someone said they started up again, so I went back and pressed 15 <laughs> seconds over and over till I got to this part. I'm so pathetic. I'm embarrassed of myself because what they're saying is comedic, but yet I guess it's true. Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I live in my Prius. <laughs> I put all my money into the bitter Buddha. Now. I thought Eddie Pepitone would take me to the top. Oh, I thought he was going to marry me, but he likes girls. Boo. And then I found out I do too. I love Eddie Pepitone, and he won't rescind it. Oh, I love Eddie Pepitone and my girlfriend, Danielle. No, I don't know who. If I had to save one from a burning building, I guess it would be Eddie. <laughs> I have so much influence. You know, in, in all honesty, look, if he really loved Danielle, he would have made a movie about her, too. Thank you. <laughs> we'll take a break, and we'll be back. True. Isn't it funny he's still listening? Because he's not sure. He's, it's like the Tom Martin thing. Now he's still, you know. Any, the listeners are like, yeah, he's probably listening. Steve Fine Arts. What do you want to say to him? He's listening. Make 
sequel. Thank you. The bitterer Buddha. The bitter. The bitter Buddhist. Buddhas. <laughs> <laughs> Two guns. Same bitter, more Buddha. <laughs> I'm Don Rickles. <laughs> Do we have any background music we can you... play for this? It's the bitter Buddha back. Well, everything you love from the first bitter Buddha is back. Yeah, that's right. We got Eddie Pepitone. We got mental disease. We got moms. We got dads. Is the dad going to see his show? Maybe, but you got to stick around to see. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Feinert. I'm telling you to see my new sequel, The Bitter Buddha. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo! Now, let me ask you a question over there. Your name's Josh and... That's me! Alan Strickland Williams. How you doing? Do you know the story? Because you weren't on the show last week. No. You, you no. know about Poke Salad? Never heard it. Well, Only know the Twitter handle. There is, a, there is a story. All right. And I'd like to show you the story because then we want you to know the real story. Okay. Okay. And some people say it's the story we're about to show you. Other people say it's a different story. So here's what Elvis says the story is. Uh, by the way, you did a great job. I like the way you did that. And by the way, we also learned this is Elvis. You should love this. Because he was really... I down south too much. Forget about that. That was I'm the time. Story. What he so was wearing. What I'm talking but about. love... Love... And then we have a plant that grows out in the woods and the fields. This is, this is Elvis just really getting into the groove. He's not worried. Look at his hey, facial expressions. Oh, and we're going to watch it again, everybody. I know you... That's punk salad. God damn it, I love that. <laughs> okay, the reason I paused it. Now listen, we're all gathered around. We played this last week. I'm so in the mood to let you guys see this. People at home, just watch it again. Because, and, and by the way, I should point out that Jake, it's just so great, and I love it, has been changing the lighting in here every two minutes. <laughs> now it's a blue, like the whole room. By the way, this is the best light bulb in the world. I should, do, be, a, I should be a spoke. Yeah. This, is a, this is something I would like to uh, promote. So anyway, I stopped the Elvis song because I don't want to be paranoid that we're going to let this breathe, an expression I use a lot. But the reason we said get past what he's wearing, even though it's – if he would just button the shirt up a little, it wouldn't be so bad. But, um, but uh, no, you're fine. As, as, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, it, it's his – that he is performing. It's like, you know, I always say when I grew up, I always heard – it looks very sexy. Thank um, you. You always hear Elvis, 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 and you're like, yeah, I get it. But then for some reason when we watched this last week, we're like, he is just – you know, uh, I like when I, I, he's enjoying where he's at. He's just dancing like what feels good in his head. And at the same time, I, would t I will tell you, I might be over explaining it. I am addicted to performers that the bands do the starts and the stops. And when he goes poke and he pushes his arm, boom, boom, the whole band goes boom, boom. And they fuck. I love it. Some musicians get off on that. Others don't. I love when they do. It's the best. It Sorry. is the best. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God, Aristotle goes, sorry. I thought you did a good job. I really thought you did. Nailed you know? it. I thought, yeah, because, honestly, you know, I give me some reverb before you – give me some reverb. But I think he does. Let's see. I let's think he all, could do better. Before we listen to Elvis do it, because he doesn't do it uh, – hold on. Poke. Poke. Salad. Poke. Poke. No, you were doing it better before. You were going bum, bum. Poke. You were – Yeah, it's faster. Poke. 
I like salad. Poke. Salad. How would you sound doing it? Nine. Nine. Eleven. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back with a drum roll, please. To Elvis Presley live as we watch it with our audience. Anyway, you snow girl lives down there. Oh, yeah, you did? Should go out of Eunice and pick a mess of it. Carry it home and cook it supper. That's about all they had to eat. But they did all right. Down in Louisiana, where the alligators grow so mean. There lived a girl that I swear to the world made the alligator look That's gotta say something like this but i would say this to any because it sounds like it's so uh maybe like uh shallow but you know after this show he's getting yeah laid yeah married of course he's getting laid married. and it's going to be fun of he's course. having he's not having premarital sex no he's not with anybody he's not even before i'm saying forget about when he was married if he was cheating let's just say even Ooh, when he was single he's gonna have premarital oh, <laughs> this whole show that's what you're gonna get elvis wait presley. a sec elvis presley <laughs> thought i liked him and jake changes the lighting <laughs> i well, love it more pure light I, I love that he's more into it bring that bring them down a little bit jake now oh, that's good yeah let's get it red as red as you can get it in the room well, okay so back to what you were saying oh yeah so i, I totally so, agree but, 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 hey by the way the same thing and i know maybe i overdo this but guess what i'd rather overdo it than underdo it the same way if it was a female performer with Absolutely. that type of stature. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You're on stage. You're rocking it out. If you're a musician like that, and by the way, no one would negate when it is, you know, you know it as he, he could be ugly with that, you know, that talent. And then he's this, you know, extremely handsome, just disturbingly handsome, yeah. uh, 
you know, uh, human being uh, with a lot of soul and a lot of talent. And then he's on stage, and I go, you know why he's smiling? Because he knows that he's going to have fun later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and if you look at that, and how many times has Elvis been in front of 100,000 people by this point in his career? How many times has he done the same fucking songs in front of 100,000 people? What year do you think this is? We could probably find I wanna out. I want to say it's like early 70s. Yeah, I think, I think it's like you're 72, probably right. It's probably about something. not that long. He gained a lot of weight in the last two years. Yeah, right. If you even look at from when he died to back it up two or three years max. Yeah. He's still you early know. to mid seventies. Yeah, and then so he's so used to this, but he's smiling because he knows after the show, the show's the same every time. After the show, different every time. You know what though? Not I get what you mean, but someone uh, that I know that knows more about it than me. I just know from these clips that I watch. Uh, this is uh, yo, it's uh, two thousand six. Okay, <laughs> we have the, the dumbest people in the world looking up facts for us. It, that's the year that it was posted on the on the uh, posted on YouTube, and nope. I loved it. Oh, uh, two thousand six. Todd, <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> and it gets you great. Can't argue with the computer, okay, so, Todd. <laughs> it's on the internet, Todd. It's it has 2006. To be true. Why would we make that up? <laughs> um, <laughs> what would we get out of it? That sounds so outlandish. All right, so so that's all I wanted to say. Now I want to go back. What did you say? <laughs> outlandish. <laughs> Outland- outlandish. I'm that's out- what I said. <laughs> outlandish. Outlandish would be like, uh, you know, like something they would do in a lounge act that was. If it was Russian, if if they were just Russian, this is a very outlandish. This is outlandish. That's like Daniel Kino's mom. By the way, she didn't speak with an accent at all, but I found out she was Russian, and then I do. No, she actually didn't speak great English. Hello, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. What's the matter? You can't have your name on the billboard. Oh, in Soviet Russia, Daniel mothers you. Gotta come back. Oh my God! Kean and uh, Sam got up, and now they're coming back to watch it on the screen with us. Look at him go! Oh, he's not done. <laughs> he, hold on, pause it, pause it. Bring it back a little. When he takes his finger, mm-hmm. this is the shit that I'm fucking talking about. He takes his he takes his pointer finger and he takes it into the air and he goes and he moves it down an inch. And that guitar knows every fucking night. By the way, you hear me say this type of stuff on the show a lot. I'm saying I'm I'm kidding in the intensity, but what I mean is that. Uh, even in the best band in the world, hopefully where everyone's treated nice, but you got to follow some rules. Right, and like Limp Bizkit. If you're pay- <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry. The Spin Doctors. So for, <laughs> we were saying that one night. They're like, they're good, but they're not like. I mean, oh, that band, they're good, but they're not like Spin Doctors good. <laughs> <laughs> like we were trying to think of like that says what you think of the highest. Day. You know, they're good. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, they're good. They're, they're good. Not. They're not third eye blind. Third eye blind. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you? Can anybody else? Uh, this is your opportunity. They're not Sarah Bareilles good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, they're good, but they're not like. Uh, I can't think of anybody. No, no, no. I mean, they're good, but honestly, if we like really ask ourselves, they're not Matchbox Twenty good. <laughs> can I tell you the way I've been playing this game up till now? But it's been so long since I played it. I played this game at a comedy club with the comedians after the show. 
And then I knew all theirs were good ones, and I stole theirs. So when I did it a month later, I was just taking all their ones, and they were great. And some of them were the ones you did. So they, like, knew the bands that were, like, perceived. And so then I haven't played the game in so long, so I forgot what theirs were. Well, those comedians <laughs> that you played with, they were good, but they weren't Bruce Bruce good at that but- game. <laughs> Speaking of Bruce Bruce, did you know? Feel an earthquake earlier? No, did you hear about, you know Lenny, you know. Uh, Lenny uh, Bruce Bruce? <laughs> Lenny Bruce Bruce? Lenny Bruce Bruce. Well, it's also, he's doing a one-man show with Lenny Bruce Flynn. Uh, which, by the way, is heroin. It's great. <laughs> Nick Schwartz and I. I always, when I do someone else's joke, I obviously want to give him credit. But it was probably ten years ago. Nick doesn't even probably remember saying it. But he goes, all the yeah. Pills. He does it with that Nick with all the what? Because all the pills. With all the pills. With all the pills and fun. Um, with all the fun that he has, he goes. Uh, he goes. I'm doing. A, you know, with that dry up and down handshake. He'll go. Okay, how you doing? He goes, good, up and down, head shake, up and down, head shake. Yeah, I'm doing a play. I'm like, what is it? He goes, oh, it's uh, it's still a little different. It's Lenny Bruce Falange. It's on <laughs> Broadway, so we're doing that. <laughs> and um, anyway, so listen, so we're going to go back to watching Elvis. And uh, then I just hope after he's done, we can bring that music back. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. You do. Hold on, hold on. How good is this hot chocolate? It is so good. I was just about to say it is so good. Mm. Wish I could drink milk, guys. Making me feel real good about my disease. Well, guess what? I'm sorry. But oh, you know thank what? you. Next year, guess what? You know what? Next year, I'll play, uh, play the Candyman again, and I'll play that. And then I'll do is I'll go around the room, and I'll put uh, play the music. Imagine this happening. How much fun it would be. Oh, just who likes lettuce? Oh, I'm going to shove lettuce in your mouth with a little bit of balsamic balsamic vinaigrette so it's healthy, but it's got more zang than you think. You're going to put some croutons in there? No, I won't put croutons, but I'll tell you what I will do. Because people might be gluten. Chopped up celery will give you plenty of crunch. Ah. Let me drop two chopped up pieces of celery in your mouth. Because it's not a party unless every single person is invited. Thank you. Can I tell you something the way I really do feel about that? I don't even like making the joke unless you know that like, um, well, maybe I'm being, you know we're kidding. But I, I, I know that we, I've had people over sometimes for dinner and there are people that still live a little bit. We've talked about this on the show before, so I tried to stop myself, but I won't. <laughs> uh, that are insensitive to like people that have like, they think. There's two things. One, they think, oh, vegetarians. There's still people that think that. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, if you're having a dinner, you so need to weird. think that there yeah. could be people that are vegetarians. In 1980, you should have thought of it, but right. I got it then. Like, vegetarians. Because you know what they did? They would just eat whatever they could, and they never complained. Right. And by the way, I'm repeating myself. I've talked about this on the show before, but I like to. I'm going to say it again, what I've said before. It's those people that live in this fake, like, oh, vegetarians. They're such a pain in the ass. Really? Because all I remember is that when there was nothing for them in the event that no one thought about them, they would eat whatever there was vegetable and act like they were loved it. They would always. This bread is great. They would go, you know what? I could load up on corn. I'm like a real corn. (laughs) They always went out of their way to let you know that they didn't want to make it like, oh, the vegetarians here. So they were never a pain in the ass. But now you got to think about it. But also the allergy shit. I know there's still people that go, what do you think of all these? What, What the fuck? They're real. People, you know, used to just not know what they were doing or they'd get on a medicine. Now they. You, through trial and error, they cut something out of their diet, and they feel fucking different. Mm-hmm. Who are these people, you might say? Jews. Thank you. <laughs> we were all thinking it. Uh, yeah. Oh, stop it. Play it again. So when he takes his finger, that's where we stopped. And he, and he puts it into the air, and he goes, boing. That, that, and if that guitar player, here's what we were going to say. If he doesn't do it, he gets away with it once. Mm-hmm. 
They go and they go to him. They go, Jerry, you got to be staring. Who are you staring at when he's coming out there? You go, well, I was looking at you to get the beat. He goes, oh, I turned to you to get the thing. He goes, fucking look at Elvis. <laughs> okay, because when he puts his finger and he does that, he fuck. And then, you know, there should, then there's some tape released of like Elvis. <laughs> you know, you think I look like an idiot out there when I, when I put my finger in the air and I twang it. People well, fuck think it. We'll do it live. Fuck yeah, it. people think I'm having a nervous breakdown. When I go like that, I want boom. I want that, that guitar thing. And what the fuck key are you playing it in? I don't want to look. I want it to fucking make a goddamn sound out there. Okay, sir. Yes, I, sir. I'm Elvis Presley, you piece of shit. You're and right. He, I, I don't want to make him shit. like that. He's more like frustrated, but he's not that mean. Either. I want to make him nice. When I create my own bits, I like to make things nice in them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why not? Like, sometimes I'll get silly, and I don't mind making someone mean. But then also, like, I'm in control here. Why make Elvis? First of all. I've only, I, and I only know stories we all hear from stories, never them that he was an asshole. Oh, I know him, and he was a dick. Oh, well, if you knew him like you yeah. knew him. Yeah, oh, if you knew him like oh, I knew him. If like... you knew him like I knew him. <laughs> if you knew Let him me like you tell knew you him. something about Elvis. <laughs> oh, you knew him? Yeah, personally. Well, how, you were his assistant? I drove him around. You drove Elvis around? Who yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did you drive him? Uh, to the fair. You drove him to the fair. Is that where he got the marshmallows? What did he like the rumor was? Ah, uh, the bananas. How did oh. you know? See, how do you know that? Because yeah. I drove him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it a fair or was it more of an unfair? Uh, it was egalitarian. Ooh, I don't know what that word means. Boring. <laughs> uh, totally. <laughs> By the way, you know what you always have at your house? Speaking of you know bananas and, and whatever else he ate. <laughs> Uh, and, and I know he ate bananas and marshmallows, and I think fluffernutter, but it was bananas and marshmallows yeah. on a sandwich with yeah, peanut, peanut butter. butter yeah. Peanut Fried butter with peanut bananas butter. And, yeah. and, and marshmallow yeah. fluff. Yeah. By the way, embarrassed, embarrassed. I, I'm, uh, hold on, I don't want to overdo it because then, then you'll, <laughs> and Jake changes the light. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a serious light. Now, it has, now it's like an orange light. By the way, I am loving this. It is my dream come true because guess what? Every time you reset it, I think, leave it like this. And I hope you know not to change it again because now we found the right lighting. Lighting, but guess what? Ten minutes later, I'm bored of that lighting. So then when you make it purple, I'm like, all right, now leave it this. This is definitely it, and we found it. But don't change it now. Now we definitely have great lighting. And then 20 minutes passes, and he changes it to yellow. You're like, you know what? I actually like it a little brighter. So leave it like this. And that's the story. I'm sticking to it. Um, so Elvis is coming back here when he puts that finger out. Oh, you drove him around. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I love you. You're so modest. Oh, yeah, all the time. Well, that's really cool. Oh, is it? Oh, my God. I guess I do have some stories under my little yeah. bonnet. I was just driving. So. I was just driving. I just listened and drove. <laughs> he talked Wait. to so many presidents in the back of that car. Was he nice to people? Oh, yeah. he was. So Elvis was nice. Oh, he was, too, he was the nicest. So he had his own demons, but he was very nice to everybody else. He would couldn't tell, be nicer. He would tell me make him really nice. He he would tell me he had problems, but he treated everyone with respect. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. I, I how did you end up working for him? I just submitted a resume to who? <laughs> it's not funny, Sam. Everything's a joke to her. You know, everything's funny when you come in fucking <laughs> fucked up on liquid pot. I'll tell you. And then this guy. Fucked up out of your mind. You walk in here. Anybody want some of my pot tea? I'm f she goes, I'm fucked up. She goes, my pussy's high. And I've never had that happen before. But I got a high pussy. And it's telling me to have fun tonight. I know what you're like, Sam. And now the audience knows. And people should know the way you are, the way you come in here. And then this person that works with Elvis, who, by the way, I don't even, I, I, I want to hear every story. And you come in here and you, know, you make your little joke. So let me ask you more about Elvis. I, I got the job to my 
Oh, she thought it was funny because yeah, I submitted a resume. It's not funny. Who'd you submit a resume to? <laughs> to, to people <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Hold on. She's having a bit of an episode. <laughs> I got it. Are you okay? It you worked a, with him? It was monster.com. <laughs> <laughs> was that around then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... Oh, you yeah. both worked with Elvis? Oh, it no, was, I worked for Monster.com. It was offline. Oh. It was offline. It was just in the beginning phases. It I'm, was just a board at a post office. <laughs> <laughs> I supplied the push pins. <laughs> and Elvis saw it one time when he was mailing, um... When he was just mailing <laughs> just money to <laughs> Elvis would do this. He'd what just if you mail have a money sketch to group? What if you could have a sketch group and the deal was if you couldn't come with anything, you just just got you got so ridiculous you just laughed and they gave you a blackout. So what are you doing here at the pharmacy? I I, I just saw you. Yeah, it's over. You mean like women? Oh wow! Whoa! Whoa! Do you believe the way that story sounded about poke salad, or do you think it went a little different? It's only one way to find out. Some people say this is the story. This, some people say this is what happened. It's for you to decide, America. Some people say... Some of y'all never listen to the Nerdist too much. Some of y'all never listen to the Nerdist too much. I'm going to tell you a little story so as you understand what I'm talking about. Down there we have a show that grows out of bits and songs. And it sounds something like a radio show. Everybody calls it Todd Glass. Huh. Hope now so. that's Todd Glass. Yeah, so fuck, I don't, this is the truth. Lord have mercy. Oh yeah, Lord have mercy. This girl lived down there and she got the evenings and downloaded a mess of it. Carried it home and put it on the speakers. Because that's about all they listened to. But they did all right. She put it on the speakers. I love it. That's where they do. Down on La Cienica, on top of Black Horse Motors, lived a show that I swear to George Carlin was always voted number one. Todd Glass Show, a podcast you should know. Everybody said it was the best, because the podcast was hosted by Todd Glass. Talkative man. Oh, yeah. 365-4100. Fridays after Mark Marin. The show will come on the air. Call somebody that you're grateful for. And tell them how much you care. Todd Glass Show. And he gets your granny. Guess you should know. And he gets your granny. Everybody says it was the best. Podcast was hosted by Todd Glass. Oh, yeah. It's for you to decide. That sounds more true. It oh, my God. I was afraid you'd think I was just saying it because it was like, obviously, the second way is a lot more about me. Yeah, right. So you would think that. Like, and the lighting like, changes. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I'm never lying. Now, what is this you've chosen? This is really dark. Oh, that's an orange. If that looks, looks like a button you can push. Okay, now it's just off. I feel like because I started talking, you turned it off. Jake, if we have a problem that you can tell me in words and not in the color of lights, that would be great. <laughs> Do you want to? Okay, I don't. I want to get out of control here, but um, maybe this is a real commercial, and it's just I love this product because there's no love, and this is real to George Carlin, and it's a way to make cakes very easily. 
And it's like all based on that, you know, that there doesn't have to be any love in the recipe. So they don't even think they have to <laughs> fake it. Like, it's just like they know people don't want, like, I know they want to make a cake. And last week, every time we played this, I think Tom Martin or somebody on the show, I forget who it was saying, just buy one. Like, buy a cake at the supermarket if this is how little you want to cook. <laughs> who was it? Who was saying that? Yeah, they played I don't know. We played it last week, I think. Or maybe we, we did. When Graham, Graham, was, when Graham, Graham was on, we yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Graham yeah. kept saying, why don't you just buy yeah. one? And I didn't know what he meant until later. It's like, yeah, if you, if you really don't want to make a cake, go buy a cake at Vaughn's. Like, <laughs> right. why are you acting just because you're going to dump something in a pan? If you're, if you're not putting a little love into it, maybe something you, you don't even have to crack an egg into it. At least if you crack an egg, you make pretend. Yeah, there's an element of homemade here. But this is for people that go, no, I don't even want to crack an egg. In it. Well, then buy a goddamn cake and put it on a plate at your house. Oh, but they won't put it on a plate. No, they won't. Eat it with your hands out of the plastic. Out of the plastic. Out of the plastic. Do you, how, do you ever replate stuff, cakes, or do you ever think about anything of like that? Of course. You do. I yes. like you for that. How about you? Have you ever replated something? I don't really know what that means. You know what? I didn't know what it meant either. I used to say I would just get food home from takeout. Sometimes I'll just eat it right out of the stuff. And if it's so Chinese food. Well, it's guess what? fun. They get the fun different boxes. But I've done both. I got the fun different pussies. I've, <laughs> I've done both. Even with Chinese food, sometimes I'll take all the rices, put them in a bowl. But sometimes I'll just eat out of the. Sometimes shit. you want to dress it up. Yeah, but I never knew what that meant. Someone goes, "Oh, they," and then you have to replate it. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's what I do." I just never called it replating it. Yeah, I do that. But that's why. Oh, I, what are you, the Queen of England? You gotta have a different word yeah, for it. Excuse me. Hello. Will we be replating your Thai food from Natalie Thai? Oh, Charles, where's my where's my leftovers? I'll tell you what. I started tipping the. I, I talk about this a lot, but like, what do you give a person? Most people go five if you're ordering food. You know what? I started doing this, and I thought, don't be pennies wise, dollar foolish. Like, what is the big deal that someone's driving food to your house? A lot of times they're late, they're running late. I started giving the guy ten bucks. Guess what? It seems like I always get my food. He knows the address. He knows he's going to get a ten dollar bill. And guess what? I should do it even if it doesn't quicken it up because it's still pretty quick. It's yeah. a nice thing to do. There's no fuck nice thing to do anyway because it makes up for some of the people that don't tip at all. Right. But um. But now I do it because it's worth every penny. It's like, yeah, because he get, he sees the address. It comes up ten bucks, and ten bucks. It's not like it's a fifty dollar tip, but it's still ten bucks. It's like, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck. Well, what if you could tip like you think that the food comes really fast because you tip ten bucks? Like, what if you tip like a dog? What if you were like that was really good service? Here's a dog. Here's a. I have a golden like, retriever. I have a golden retriever for you. What's How like giving fast? people things they don't want? That would be awkward. Listen. You got the food here so good. I want you to have this antique Monopoly game. <laughs> I don't know if I really. I have know. an old Christmas tree with your name on it, <laughs> and you show it has their name on uh, it. And also, it's horrible. Now you're asking. That's how you get rid of trash, by the way. Right. You something you don't want. You can't listen. I want you to have it. It's a pinochle table. I know you don't even know what pinochle is, but it's something they used to play in the 1800s. And it's it's you got a missing leg. But I tell you what, if you prop it up with it, it reminds. me. I'm, I'm only crying because it reminds me of my grandfather. And now that piece a, of shit. And if it was in a good home, it would make me feel so good. Meanwhile, now they're lugging out a piece of shit that doesn't mean anything to you. Your grandfather never even saw it. Or you're like, you're like, yeah, you know, I gotta get rid of some trash. I'll give it to the delivery guy. Yeah. Here's my wife. Yeah, you know what? She's so tired. If you could just bring her outside. Here's a funky banana. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, tired of cooking? Tired of making desserts? You want to not think at all? I don't want to think. I don't want to do anything. I just want to make a dessert. Is there anything for morons? Is there anything? I'm a fucking moron. 
What can I, but I still want to make a cake. I don't want to think. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to crack an egg. I just want to fucking act like I'm making a cake but in the dumbest way possible. What do you have for me? You love delicious homemade desserts, but recipes can be complicated and take so long to make. I hate Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new Dump Cake Cookbook. Dump Forget cake. measuring. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake for delicious desserts every time, guaranteed. Watch this. Start with fruit, dump on your favorite cake mix, and finish with a can of soda. Or you can use what? diet for a guilt-free dessert. Then just bake it in the oven Pause for it. delicious. Last week, Graham cake. said that doesn't even mean a soda in the recipe. It just means finish it. Like <laughs> dump your cake and then open a can of soda and drink it. <laughs> Dump your cake, then finish with a can of soda because you deserve it because you just dump some shit in a bun cake, then drink some soda and belch. By the way, there was a guy on the treadmill today. Two things happened today. And I, I think there's normal – I say this a lot on the show, and anybody – maybe there's a therapist listening going, yeah, sure, people that are crazy always try to convince themselves they're not. But what I always try to say is, look, we live in the world. you got to touch things. There's germs. And then people are going to be sometimes uh, not as cleanly as you want them to be. But you have to have a grace – you have to have a gray area. It might not be to your cleanliness standards, but it's it's okay. You can't put anything that's a little, you know. So I take all that into consideration, you know, when somebody – but then sometimes I go, okay, now, is that acceptable? I'm not going to say anything because I get it. It will lead to nothing. But inwardly, if I make a judgment on that person, I get it. Sometimes people do things because of the culture, where they grew up or what it was like where they were – I get it all. But there's a guy on the treadmill today. I don't care what he, – he sneezes. Big time. Not where you try to hold it. And I get it. If you sneeze and you sneeze into your shirt, which most people learn to do, I learned to do that. You know where you lift your T-shirt up over your and you sneeze into it? Mm-hmm. I get it. Still, probably germs get all over the treadmill. But it's a different type. It's not literally spit. This guy, bleh, sn- all over the treadmill. Sn- and then he did it again. He did it again. I'm going, oh, I'm going. I'm, nothing. You could see the drip marks from his, and then he was dripping, and he was like, and then I go into the sauna, and there's a guy in there. I get it. He has indigestion problems. I know. I didn't say anything, because part of being sane sometimes is going, it's never going to lead to anything good. Go inward with it. It's not the end of the world. But still, the thought process I have is, so he's in the trip. Belching. Trying to get, like, I don't know. He probably had indigestion problems. And he did it like 20 times. And then I put on my headsets and I was trying to listen to music, but I knew what he was doing. <laughs> and I would take my headsets off to think he stopped. <laughs> so anyway, I think I'm crazy. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm not. I don't want to sell it that way. Then the minute he leaves, this other guy goes, oh, my God, I was going to put a bullet through my head. I go with the burping. He goes, oh, yes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. I was thinking that as soon as that guy leaves, a third thing happened where a dude killed himself in the sauna. And you were like, some people, (laughs) the nerve. Then a guy comes in the sauna. There's blood all over me now. Some people. Messy boys. And not a nice suicide, like a messy one. (laughs) Can't you have a nice one? For me. Dump cake. For me. Oh, so scrumptious. Look, your she didn't mean that. This she did not mean so scrumptious. Can I tell you something? That was a lie. Can I tell you something? Another thing you realized we talked about last week. That's why I like playing them over again because, first of all, there's logic to what you're saying. When something is scrumptious, 
Okay? Here's what it means. We talked about this. It means it is doing something for every sense you have. It's scrumptious. It's delectable. We know what that means because we've tasted something and we'll go to use those type of words. Every, it's just creamy. It's rich. It's maybe salty and it's sweet. It earns the right of scrumptious. It's a taste you're not used to. As good as Reese's cups are, you don't go, they're scrumptious. They're just really fucking good. good. But it's when you go somewhere and they make a dessert you're not used to having and you go, this is fucking scrumptious. Okay, you fucking liar. She goes, it's scrumptious. You can't just say it. You have to feel it, you fucking blind sack of shit. When is the last time anybody here unironically, like, l- like legitimately used the word scrumptious? It's scrumptious. Everybody say it like she said it with no soul. It's, it's scrumptious. scrumptious. I'd like to know, though. It's scrumptious. It's Try to go around. It's scrumptious. it's scrumptious. You go. It's scrumptious. Do you like it? I made these brownies. Take one. It's scrumptious. Hey, Jake, I made brownies for everybody. Would you want to taste one? How do you like them? Uh, Let me taste one. (laughs) It is scrumptious. It's scrumptious. 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 It's scrumptious. 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 It's so scrumptious. The cold release of death. Do it less. (laughs) What if you had to do it less? Somebody goes less. Scrum. It's scrumptious. Hey, I made this peanut butter pie. Would you want to taste of just a piece here? It's on a spoon. Eat it. Wow, thank you. Do you like it? Oh my god, it is so scrumptious. You seem like you're just saying it. No. By the way, I'm trying to act bored with my body too. <laughs> yeah, so my, I'm right. have my hands just draped, like dangling, like because this person has no soul, so their hands are just dangling, like they don't have any life in them. Oh, that person is bored. Yeah. What? <laughs> What? Now the person looks bored. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the way their hands are dangling. Yeah, it's so scrumptious. Look at that person dangling uh, hands. It's a sure yep. sign of boredom. <laughs> Bored. <laughs> Here's the cake mix. Just dump on the good stuff. Chocolate chips, marshmallows, even chocolate cookies. Bacon, voila. Ooh. Best Already dessert baked ever. Now here's one of my yes, favorites. Yes, just good. dump syrup, sugar, cinnamon, and nuts in a pan, and then just layer in some biscuits. Fresh, warm, sticky buns. If you're just like Grandma used to make, just like Grandma used to make. Was your Grandma lazy? Pineapple. My my Grandma didn't give a shit about us. Yummy pineapple upside down. If your mom was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna put syrup and cinnamon and salt in this pan, just like I always do," you'd be like, "Mommy, you have a problem." She goes, "Buy a cake and put it in the oven." Well, that's really just buying it. <laughs> you, you're putting already baked cookies. Can I into tell you though? I feel bad. Cake. What do you? What, what, what? Sam? What's making you laugh? We're already, just like cinnamon rolls and like other things. People already. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, right. They put cinnamon rolls in the oven and then add some shit to it. By the way, she says, uh, I'll, "I'll tell you the one thing." No, never mind. <laughs> Could you imagine her doing this with something savory? It's like, put, take a hot dog, a hamburger, a piece of steak, and a garlic bread. Put it in the oven, and you've got a mess. Yeah. It's delicious. You like a mess. Oh, I think she starts talking about food in a minute. Like Her sa- dump recipe. Savory? Yes, listen. I'm not kidding. I swear to George Carlin, I think. I'm not positive, but I swear to George Carlin that my memory serves me that we last week when we listened to it, there was a point where we go, oh, my God, there's a... I was super high when we played. Dump Cake Cookbook today for only $10. And you, too, can make five-star desserts in a flash. Who's wait, awarding those call stars? Call now and get my amazing Dump Dinner Cookbook. Easily make meals ah! in minutes. Like my deeply delish pizza. Mm-mm. Or my hearty pasta dump. Hey, do you like it? Is it good? Mm-mm. Delish. Hi. Deeply delish. No, mm-mm, she mm-mm. just said. She goes, it's delicious. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Do you like it? Mm-mm. 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 Hey, I made some fudge brownies. Do you like them? Mm-mm. 
Does that mean they're good? It's deeply delicious. Well, you're saying, mm-mm, but it doesn't sound like you like them. Mm-mm. Have another one. Oh, scr- How is it? Mm-mm. Have another one of mine. Do you Scrunches. like it? Do you like it? Mm-mm. It's really good? Mm-mm. It sounds silly to do it, doesn't it? By the way, we're in a room, and I'm thinking, I can't. I'm going to do it more because I want to laugh more. But we're genuinely trying to do what she did. By the way, don't tone it up a little. I want to do exactly what she did. Hey, she's selling it to us. She goes, Mm -mm. you're going to love it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So would someone buy that in real life if that's the mm -mm you gave Mm -mm. them? Hey, I made uh, that meatloaf. What do you think of it? Mm -mm. Do you like it? Mm -mm. No, do you like it, though? Mm -mm. Alan, I made these. Um, I made these fudge. Uh, these fudge brownies. Just take a bite of a corner. There's cream cheese on them and some other ingredients. What do you think? Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. You like them? Let's listen to the rest of her. Mm-mm. Take okay. a shit Don't in the pot and fry it. Dump in uncooked she pot. gets totally carried away. Shit in the floor and 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 put paprika on it and and get people fucked up on drugs. Uh, <laughs> Take your worst lie and put it in the dump cake. <laughs> What's your biggest regret? Tell it to the dump cake. Cry. You feel like there's nobody you know who to tell a secret that you've never told anybody? Tell Stick your lips into the dump cake <laughs> and start talking to it. Write, you, it, write it on people, a slip of paper. Then put people, it inside <laughs> the dump cake. Write it down on a piece of paper and put it in the dump cake. And when, it, when, it, when people will eat your lies and they'll disappear because people will shit them into the toilet and they'll be flushed into the sewer system. And no one reads anymore anyway. <laughs> nobody, what is that? <laughs> the written word is dead. <laughs> Have a dump cake. The print industry is dying. Are I'm worried you, about Huey Lewis and the news. <laughs> put it in the dumb cake. Let's hear the rest. Sauce, top with cheese and cook. Your family will want a second helping. I made the caramel apple dump cake in just 20 minutes. It was the best dessert ever. She You'll sounds like she's drunk. Dump cakes and dump dinners yeah. for just ten dollars with dinners. over 250 homemade recipes. Here's how to order. Hey, uh, Josh, it's Todd. What are you doing tonight? Oh, hey, man. Uh, you know, I was gonna just like stay at home. No, 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 no. Come on over the house. I'm making a. I got this new recipe book, and don't let it scare you. It's dump recipes, and I'm gonna make a cook a uh, dish out of it tonight out of my dump recipes book. Oh, uh, well, what's, oh, I... you seem hesitant. What's wrong? Oh, no, no, I'm not hesitant. Oh, there's dump dishes. They teach you all these dump desserts, and you dump dishes, and there's all these dump cooks. They say even a, uh, a person on life support could cook with it, so I'm cooking out of that book. I'm making dishes out of that book. Todd, i got to ask you a, a personal question. I know you just called me to, like, hang out, but I have to ask well, you I'm a question. Well, I'm making recipes from my dump cookbook. It seems like you have a problem with that. No, 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 no. I just... Are you okay? Well, I are you doing all right? Boy, is there something weird about making recipes out of a cookbook named Dump? When you say it like that, I Dump. sound like an asshole. What are you talking about? If I was at a restaurant, I came over to your table and I went, Hi, I'm your uh, waiter tonight. Uh, we have a delicious Dump roast beef sandwich mm-hmm. named after... How about, why don't you call it... Hey, would you like a, a sewage system salad? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be right over. <laughs> what else is disgusting? I, when I think of Dump, by the way, you might think, I think of two things. Dump like a dump truck, which is no love. Right. Just dump it. And then dump like a shit. And also the dump where garbage Where lives. garbage is. So either way, dump. It's never good. You, would you like Give to... Give me a dump load of mashed potatoes. Nobody ever says that. I would love for you to come over and have one of my trash burgers. <laughs> They're really, really good. Up, <laughs> oh, my ride's here. <laughs> Speak of the mm. dump. Yikes. So that joke belongs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Good. You know what? You deserve this. I'm, I'm going to let you hear it. 
By the way, why do I love this? If you're not enjoying the show right now, I want you to be where we're at. Play, play this song. We're going to start it over again. Now listen, you listen to this song, and we're going to go. We're going to, we're going in for the descent. We're going in for the descent, okay? But I think to go in for that descent, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Like I'm enjoying this, whatever reason. It's just a, it's weird. It's like I don't know the words, but the beat is good. I think it's good. So let's listen to it together. Bitter Buddha, and I pray anti hero, and not guerre pour les fachos. Il y en a encore. J'ai grandi sans un effort. La graine ça pousse là où ça dort. This is about the listener. Je suis toujours étonné, mais tant que vous m'avez accordé. See anybody can have fun. Buy a trash bag. Buy a trash bag. Gotta buy a trash bag. Big trash trash bag. Trash bag. Trash bag. Trash bag. Trash bag. Trash bag. Alright, it's his turn. Listen, it's his turn. Remember, it's free, you motherfuckers. No, that doesn't mean it shouldn't be good, so I apologize. Seriously, this is, uh, this is a real show. You're right. You're right. You're right. I've on, never Alan. agreed with you more than I do in this moment. Alan's over there. Don't worry about me. <laughs> now this I like. Is this the same? This is not the same. Buy a trash bag for your leaves. Now this isn't the same song. Trash bag. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This song I like. Play the other song. This one I don't like. Trash bag. Now, this one I don't like. Play the good one I like. Play the one I like. Yes, I like this. Throw your trash bag in your bed. Put a trash bag on your street. Guys. Hold on, I was listening. Not this one, not this one, not this one. I thank you. Play the bad one, so we know because every t- play the good one or the bad one. I want to see so we don't think we're just bullshitting each right. other. Play one, we'll tell you if it's the good or the bad one. 
bad. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. It's just, it's not, it's just, it's just, it's just, Do you want us to leave? Are you going to play yeah, music that play bad that we want to leave? Play the good one. Seriously. <laughs> 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 this is the new defibrillators they use. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is listening to this and they are so high right now. And they had to pull oh, over their car. Listen, listen. Everybody. You're going to be okay. We're with you. We love you. Put the beeper back on. We just want to make pretend right now. You... Ian? Is that Ian? Is, is that he still in the hospital? Ian Carmel. <laughs> Ian? Is Ian? That... Ian, are you, are you okay? Ian? Where, the, where the voices inside Ian, your, your eyes are opening. Hello? Hello? You're, oh my God, you came too quickly. Oh, is that your message? You motherfucker, you got me. Gotcha! Leave a message. Beep! Oh, oh, I want to play something for you. I, I, I didn't think to uh, play this before. But I want to play something for you, and I want you to tell me if you uh, like it. It's something different. Uh, you like it? This is great! What was this? Would you be lost in the trash bag? Why is that so funny? Trash bag. Trash bag. A trash bag. I right, listen. Um, do you have any good advice for people moving to L.A.? We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Wait a week for everything. Okay. We could close. We have to, we have to, we have to we go have in to for close? the close. Do we have to go in for the close? Yes. I got to be home. My parents are. <laughs> My mom made me return a candy bar once. <laughs> Did we ever do that? <laughs> Two months ago. Did we never redid it? <laughs> I don't know. Did we redo it? <laughs> yeah, but what? There are no butts in this business. That's how you lose ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you're a woman. <laughs> Ooh, Hachi Machi. What does that mean? Uh, women, they got butts. They use them for ratings. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm. The logic I'm trying to draw. Have here. you watched Telemundo? It's nothing but butts and ratings. Yeah, except for there, they call them banos. No. <laughs> Hello, uh, hola. Come I start check, please. You know, all you need is love. The, the, mm. the, the truth of the matter is, that's all you need. I mean, everybody knows that. Sure. sure. And uh, some whippets. <laughs> all you need is love. Stop with the talk. It's <laughs> <laughs> all you need. No. Remember you edited it? Oh, yeah. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. It's not where you are, it's where you're going. What's this? All you need is love. What's this? All you need is love. All you need is love. How are we going to take this ship home? 
You sing. You sing. You want to find a song and close with a song? I'd love to sing a song. Why don't we make? Uh, why don't we? Why don't Do we take a, a quick a station identification? Let's take a quick break. God damn it! I get, it takes me a while to go in for the close. So let's talk about the night. <laughs> Ian Carmel. Ah, uh, don't bring this up. Moved from Portland to L.A. Todd called him, and, and he, he never called Todd back. back. Well, I don't know what to say, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Tr- you know, I just don't know what I've... I, you know what my biggest fear is? That he'll be aggressive. Mm. You know, what if he goes, yeah, Todd, I'm busy. I'm like, oh. Oh, shit. Uh, he doesn't sound like he'd be that type of person. I don't think, he'd, say, I don't think he'd ever say if, that. Uh, to, are we being honest? Is this like a to George Carlin thing? If it was to George Carlin, I'd feel bad for even playing it because he's just all good, you know. And, but yet There's it's no my, way that he would ever be aggressive. No, that's what I mean. So maybe I should have... Ra- it's too hard to go back and erase all that out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll call him and go, don't listen to minutes. this show. Don't listen to this show. Everything's fine. You know? Do we do everything on this board? I started a fire. I did that. Can you play piano? Wait, who can play, who can play piano? Well, we were just, <laughs> I don't know why. It was making me laugh but because he goes, if, you have, if, if someone's either lying or they're being modest, it's the same reaction. It's like, uh, hey, uh, can you play the piano? <laughs> he lifts his arms. I want to get the visual for people listening. You take both arms and you shrug them way up around your head, and then you open your hands and you go, "Well, I know." So he said it was that he was being modest. So like, okay, shit. I need someone that knows how to play the uh, uh, the uh, the tuba, but like really good. Oh, shit, do you play the tuba? <laughs> <laughs> I would not not be able to not do it. Well, you had so many double negatives. Yeah, listen. How would I know until I'm hired by a band? Well, people know they play on their own. How would I know if I can play the violin unless I work in the orchestra? Only then. All right, listen. We do have to say goodbye. Who's we? Who is we? Who's we? You got it. Ladies and gentlemen, who is we? What are you? What are you? What am I? The United States of America. Ask not. And that is what I'm here to say because here on the Todd Glass Show. We're going to put a man on a podcast. In 1969, the funniest year of all time because of the number 69. I know. I've seen the future. I am not going to live to 2420. So there's no way I'm going to live to a year that funny. The worst I can do is die before 1969. Whenever someone says turn to page 69... I always think about what if you turn to the page and then you saw a picture of two people, 69ing. And I'm the president, so you can feel okay with laughing at that. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, in all seriousness, seriously, the Bitter Buddha, it it is seriously good. (laughs) Thank you. It, 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 it's, it's a friend of ours, so we probably take him for granted. But when I first saw that documentary, 
And I knew, and I, and I'm like, you know, I knew Eddie Pepitone, but I didn't know that. And Steve Fine Arts is an American hero. And the animation in it is really good. Actually, it is. It is. I know the guy that did it. Yeah, I met him one night at, uh, someone had a party. Oh, Steve Fine Arts had a party. Oh, who? yeah. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's the truth. Who the fuck is Steve Fine Arts? Steve Fine Arts. Oh, fine. You're just making up names. You know what we should do if we were mean? Say his name not. Like, I know we've done this on the show before, but take it to another level. See how long. Steve Fine Arts. Would he just keep listening? <laughs> and then videotape him listening to it and go, really? Just because we kept saying your name? You never you were going to Steve Fine Arts. Steve I'm such a pathetic pile of shit. I hate myself. Steve but Fine I can't Arts. stop listening. I'm morbidly Steve curious. Fine Arts, we're going to so, say something about you. Better keep listening uh, just in case Steve, they mention me. Steve, Even if it's in a negative light, Steve, I should be like Woody Allen-esque in my nervousness to make sure I don't miss any of them mentioning me. I couldn't turn it off because I was so afraid that I they could, maybe they would say something that would be different than they had already said. I, it could be a compliment I've never heard. I know sometimes Todd will go serious out of nowhere, and I I hate to miss that, so I would never turn it off, even though my I'm embarrassed. If somebody said, what are you listening to? I would never say three people mentioning my name over and over. It would make me look like I had a serious illness. Pardon me, sir, but I notice you're laughing hysterically, and you look intense. What are you listening to? Everyone is I'm listening to three people repeat my name over and over again because I'm so narcissistic. That's when he goes back to the real Steve Farnard's realizing that I'm right, going, I want to kill myself. It's pathetic that I won't stop listening. Then he calls people. Hey, if you were listening to a podcast and at the end of it they kept saying your name over and over again, you'd listen just out of morbid curiosity, wouldn't you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's a friend. Nah, I'm just fucking with nah. you. Leave a message after the beep. Uh, hello. Oh, shit, you got me again, you motherfucker. <laughs> I want to plug uh, Mark Maron's podcast. How's it doing? I heard it's dipping a little bit in the ratings. Anyway. Yeah, like, what the fuck is going on with that? <laughs> I Come on! don't get that. I don't get that either. I <laughs> laughed because you guys did. What does that mean? <laughs> I know what it means. Still me, still me. Play the new one. I like the new one. Better. Alan Strickland Williams. I'm back, baby. It's a new version of the old me. Alan Strickland Williams. He'll tell you up front how many jokes he has. Welcome to season two. Hi everybody, I'm Alan Strickland. Come see me live. <laughs> was that me? No. <laughs> no, that was Steve Fine Arts no, doing an impression of no. I'm Steve Fine Arts. Hello, America. I'm going to show funny. you one I'm documentary. Steve Fine Arts. I've got a documentary that's going to knock your socks off. It's called The Bitter Buddha. And if you've seen Eddie Pepitone at the clubs, you're going to love him even more now. I'm Steve Fine Arts, creator and, and mastermind behind The Bitter Buddha. I found this this. Comedian laying in the streets of L.A. <laughs> this washed up. Licking sand off the streets for nourishment. And I said, you are funny. Because I heard him complaining about the street sweeper that went by and sprinkled water on his head. And I said, you, sir, should be a comedian. I took this guy out of the streets that was complaining and brought him to comedy clubs and, and shot him doing, yelling at the audience. And it is just pure joy. You have to come see it. Anyway, Steve Feinhardt signing off. <laughs> to the bitter boot. <laughs> 
Hey, I'll tell you it's all right. You know what I mean? The other day I got the thing and I walked around. Ah, forget it. Later in the life you forget. You, you, the guy does those, but the, he doesn't know his jokes. I'll tell you. I walked down the street. I said to the guy, I was like, ah. Uh, I said, that's your mother. Hey. Hey. Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. My wife. My wife bugs me so much she uh, did something bad. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my daughter the other day. You know, I gave her $50. I, uh, she wanted 100 Oh, yeah. I went to my doctor. My doctor looks at me and says, uh, <laughs> Oh, let me tell you, let me tell you. Well, the other day, I went to a car wash, and the men washing my car, they said, Hey, buddy, your car is a car. <laughs> I'll tell you, the guy who plays drums for me, he wants 50 bucks a rim shot. I said, I'll give you $10. <laughs> Jake, I give you an A-plus for that, because I was Jake, hoping you Jake, did that. Jake, 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 Jake. Association of America. Let's take one. How did quick... Don Rickles record that? Also, <laughs> we don't want to get That's into that. That's a lot of don't money. Don't be a dumb. Don't be a dumbbell, John. Caller, go... Caller, go ahead. Yeah, does Todd Glass going to play his rock and roll Todd song? Uh, hello, caller. Did you just hang up on him? Yeah, hold on. He asked you a nice question. Yeah, so you're going to play your rock and roll Todd song? Yeah, we'll play it for you if you want. We give you what you want. The Todd Glass Show. We take requests. Someone just requested. Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass Show. Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass Show. Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass Show. It's the Todd Glass Show tonight. Well, the Todd Glass Show is number one. Says the Podcast Association. It's the Todd Glass Show tonight. It's the Todd, Todd, Todd Glass Show tonight. Gotta listen to that Todd Glass Show tonight. Take it away. Finites. Everybody, it's Steve Finites. I'm still listening. Everybody, I'm Steve Finites. Yeah, I'm Steve Finites. I'm still listening. Are you guys, you guys talking? Get back to me, I kept, maybe. I kept 15 second forwarding it during that song, but did I come back in at the right spot? Oh, I now I'm nervous name. that I might have missed even three seconds. Maybe I should 15 seconds back a little. Steve, it's Steve. me, Danielle. It's me, your girl. Oh, I'll Danielle. be right down. I can't wait to have sex with you. Hold on. I've, I've got a big open wound for you. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm on the phone with Eddie Pepitone, honey. Oh, and then another thing. <laughs> All these phone calls, they don't have enough ringtones. Seriously, but you got to get the bitter Buddha, folks. We're really, at the end of the day, we make a lot of jokes. We kid around. Is he serious now? He could use a little bit of that. It is. It is. It is. The one of the best movies like about comedy I've ever seen in my life, I and know, I mean but that. But I'm so sick and tired. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, uh, he comes by Thank here. You. Just came to hang out. I Thank hope you, you all like fresh custard. 
Oh God! I hate I hate when he does then that. It says the bitter bo- thing to you well, too? then it says bitter Buddha all over it. Yeah. He got me a birthday cake. It said Happy Bitter Buddha. <laughs> because you know what they fucked that's, up? That's the lady hard at the believe. bakery. She goes, she recognized me from the movie. <laughs> yep. I go, you're not in it. He goes, listen, don't get in my way of my lies. Oh. Happy deleted, bitter deleted Buddha. Oh my dad does. Jake told me that all his dad does since he got out of prison, which is another story. It's not, you know, not, not a big deal. Okay. Like what, if you found out what he did, you wouldn't be like, what? It's, it's things we could have been in jail for. Um, like whippets. Or well, doing mushrooms. He knows what he did. He, but he held up a Wawa. No. Anyway. <laughs> like, on, like, on, like on his shoulders? No, he threw a hand grenade into a, uh, a fishing pond. <laughs> what about a Chinese restaurant? A Chinese restaurant. Yeah, that's oh, anyway, a koi pond. A koi pond. I wanted a pond in my house so bad growing up. Go on. <laughs> uh, now we're finally fucking getting to something interesting. Thank you. Hi, welcome to Pod Talk. <laughs> Who's there? I'm embarrassed almost. It's Steve oh. Fine Arts. Oh my God, you're here? I, hey, 15 seconds come... ahead again because I didn't know you guys weren't talking about me and I'm afraid I might have. What were you just doing the last thing you were all doing just now? Oh. What were you just doing? Well, I mean, I was I was starting to talk about ponds right. because it finally Okay, got I heard that. So you didn't talk about me before then? No, but well, I think Alan was thinking about you. I oh. you I just was thinking about the uh I, what is it called the bitter buddha? Bitter buddha. Oh, yeah, what were you guys want to talk about? You this made bit's a movie hard for me. I got lost in it. Like why is he yeah, in I the got present? Lost too. <laughs> well, cuz he's in the present and he comes back on and he's no, like he, well, he's he's not, but he knocked on the door. The thing is though about Steve, he is a present. He's a gift. Steve Fine Arts, and I think you're going to say this, is an American treasure. He's a comedic treasure. I said American treasure wasn't the right expression. He's a comedic. National when, treasure. When, he's a national treasure. When history writes itself mm-hmm. and, and uh, people are going to look back, they're going, how about that fucking Steve Fine Arts? Yep. yep. No, seriously. Steve Fine Arts is uh, him and Danielle. I liked it. Actually, the truth is, I don't mind doing bits if someone knows the way I really feel. I like Danielle. I really like Danielle. Yeah, I like when someone's girlfriend has the same sense of humor because you can go out and you can be, you know, it's the same. You don't. You don't. You you see your friends sometimes change who they mm. are because of who they're with. Yes. And not when, me. Well. <laughs> I mean, I can trust my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you weren't even saying that, like, your girlfriend changes you. Everybody you know doesn't change. No one changes. I hate change. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. It's all right, you know? Um, so, what, yeah, because sometimes it's all right as you're younger, but the older you get, I'm talking older, 25, 26, 27, every year. Um, as you get older, it's, it's not, a, it's, it's, I have less tolerance for it. Yeah. Like, start dating someone. Come on. You can find someone that you're attracted to and has your sense of humor. You know, they both happen all the time. All right. Oh, my God. Rory's here with his girlfriend, Jordan. <laughs> that meant nothing at How all. How dare she? By the way, there's a Ain't perfect he? example of you know someone's with the right person because that's not something I have to go, no, it's so twisted, it seems mean. She, she'll get it as nothing. You better, or I'll fucking talk about you on the show. What just drove by? Some sort of trash truck with, like, police lights on it. Yeah. No, that's just a fire truck. Oh, my God. It looks like I started a fire. Oh! 
What did he say? Tell you why I love it so much. I didn't think it was going to work because I go, it's too much work to make everyone do. Because you know, as you as you wind down, sometimes to the end of the night, you know, you start getting a little, you know, you start chilling out a little. And as I did it, I go, did I just lob too much work at them? Like, did you got to commit to that bit? So then I thought I'll just let them do it for ten seconds. And then after like twenty, I was like, it's starting to feel good. <laughs> Because you think like, oh my god, like you know it's a bit, but yet you can't help within the bit going. Maybe it was a little. I mean, <laughs> it might have been funny. Like even in a bit, it's funny. Would you hear your own name? It's fun. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's fun. Yep. Now, who's who? You know, believe me. That's why I go to those restaurants a lot where they paid you. <laughs> you think? You think? <laughs> you slip them a twenty to just keep saying your name yeah, at the table. Slip them twenty. Class party of four. All right already. <laughs> you sat us 20 minutes ago. Ten more bucks. Do it once more. <laughs> they always grab that PA like it's, you know, the sacred. That'd be great to pay them to compliment you. Class party of four. You're, um, you look really good. <laughs> Comedian Todd Glass. Oh, you didn't have to. <laughs> Stop. Uh, he's, he's been on television, Todd Glass. Party of everyone. They're, you're all invited. Let me do something a little different. I think you're going to love this. Someone sent it in yesterday. Check it out. It's a great song. All right, so here's the way we're going to close. We're just going to do this, but we don't want to do it anymore. Big trash bag truck, come on by. Pick up trash bag from the street. Aristotle on drums, everybody. Good night, everybody. That's the show. We love you. Trash Put the trash bags on the street. Fill your trash bag, please. Tie your trash bag by the beach. Trash bag. Trash bag. Listen to Aristotle when we all listen. Let's see. Player, here we go. I'm going to lower the music. Hey, go, go. Trust back. Put your trash bag on the street. Fill your trash bag up with leaves. Fill your trash bags. Fill your trash bags on the street. Take a bit of Buddha. Big old truck to take all these. Put your trash bags by the street. Fill your trash bags up with leaves. Trash bag, trash bag, trash bag. Put your trash bag. Trash bag.
We're not going to stop, so you can turn it off. Uh, That's a trash bag. Put your dump cake in the trash bag. Put all your trash in one big trash bag. Happy birthday, Rock. Happy birthday. At the this is a happy birthday song, by the way. Put your own gifts away. Open the trash bags by the street. Lots of birthday gifts at your feet. Happy birthday. Trash back. Happy birthday, Sloan. Good night. Good night, Sloan. Good night, Sloan. <laughs> I mean, we're just finishing up here. We're, we're leaving. Okay, okay. Hello? Yeah, yeah, come on in. Fuck. Hey, hey, Steve, you yeah. just missed. I knew you were singing the in the bubble machine. I could imagine it because I know what you guys do there. Word. And I 15 seconded it again. Well, Did you guys talk about me anymore? Uh, oh, well, a little. Uh, we can now. If you're, no, if are you? We sad? were just I'm sad. I'm actually still listening, and it's embarrassing. I know this bit is weird because it's so sort of weird now. It's like. Because you're here, but then you're all, and I'm yeah, not here. But it, yeah. basically, the concept is that we're Steve's inner thoughts right sure, now. Sure, yeah. And his inner thoughts are going, I am listening. Right. And I'm fucking, what's wrong with me? Well, Steve, like, Again, I turn it off. There's nothing more. The show's over. And I keep listening just because they might mention my name. They're not even saying anything about me. That's different and unique. I can't fucking stop listening. I'm Steve Forrest, and I have to admit, I have an illness. You know, if Steve was here, I bet you he'd be pretty chill. Well, oh my god, I forgot to turn the bubble machine off. We've got a real situation. <laughs> oh my god. Trash bag, trash bag, trash bag. Put your bubbles in the trash. Trash bag, trash bag, trash bag. Take your trash. Fine arts, 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 Good night, everybody. You've been great. Thank you. That is it. Thanks. Good night, everybody. Uh, yeah. Hello? It's me, Steve. Oh, boy. I feel embarrassed now. I'm starting to worry. No, don't feel don't embarrassed. Feel this yeah, is my inner voice. No, it's like no, you guys, no, I can't don't stop listening. I know, I get it. I get it. You're so sick. now I'm literally listening, and I can't even, like, it's, a, it's not a joke unless I can turn it off while you're still doing this bit that won't stop. It's nothing. You're not offering. All I'm going to hear is my name mentioned more, Steven. and I can't. Fine, but I see Steven, on the. Please. I look on the time of the show, and I see it's got like three more minutes. So, Ooh. that's. That's why I'm afraid. Because I, I need my... the, Like you're not going to do any more bits. It'd be different if I went. 
oh, maybe later they stop doing this and mentioning my name and actually do a funny bit. No, you know we're not going to, Steve. Now I'm going to talk to you directly. Steve, we're not going to. To George Carlin. All we're going to do. Uh, how about this takes the bit to a whole other light. Mm-hmm. And speaking of light. <laughs> a new light. And, oh, Jake, new light. and Jake. <laughs> bring those lights down. Jake, If it, that's not worth. Uh, when they go bright like that, it ruins seven hours of tranquility. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but then you're such a good spirit that it brings it all back. I try to you be did nice. promise that we weren't going to do any more bits. Okay. You're right. Oh, shit. But, oh, he's going, that was that one. But, that was that one tomorrow when he sees us. You did do that bit about Jake and the thing. You know he's going to do it. But, oh, uh, to it. George Carlin, all we're going to do at this point forward, to George Carlin, this really does, you know, a shed a new light on it, is just say your name over and over again. Randomly, we'll change it. We might sing it. We might. But we're not going to do, we're not going to, there's no bits. It's not like we're going to maybe, st- that's all, to George Carlin. Can and I, I think you should shut it off and prove that you're not a, a crazy person. Can I just say that while we're doing this, I'm going to be the first person to ever do a whip it live on a podcast. <laughs> but that, it, no listener cares about that. We're just going to say Steve Feinart's name. That looks time. disgusting. <laughs> oh, it looks like you have your grandmother's uh, <laughs> something that she sack. would have. <laughs> her colostomy bag. It's not funny. It's a dump cake. Hold on. This is a dump <laughs> Yeah, you're making a dump cake. Hold on. Look, Todd, you've got all these funny voices that you can do with your little machines. I'm just going to use straight-up drugs to make my voice change. Hey, everybody, it's Steve Fine Arts. Hey, everybody, it's Steve <laughs> Fine Arts. <laughs> I'm Steve Fine Arts. I just did a whippet. By the way, he's not doing whippets. He's doing a balloon with helium in it. I won't have my audience it's lie a, to It's reverse helium. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Steve Fine Arts. Help me. I'm having a nervous breakdown, and I can't shut this show off, and all they all do. Now they're all going to walk to the microphone with the effect on it and say my name, and I'm going to say Sit here and listen as everybody in the room takes turns. Steve here we Fine go. Arts. Steve Fine Arts. Steve, Steve Fine Arts. Steve Fine Arts. Steve. Oh. Hi. I'm Steve Fine Arts. Hello. I'm Steve. I know. Steve Finearts, how you doing? <laughs> Steve, this is embarrassing. Stop it already. Turn it off. Seriously, turn it off. Okay, I'm going to take it to another level. He might say, well, you're listening. Some even listeners might go, well, if you were saying my name over and over again, even in a funny voice, I'd listen. Now Sloan. We're not, now we're not even. We're not even <laughs> Sloan, I hope you're there because that would make me so happy. Sloan, if you're listening and you don't let me know right away, then there's nothing else worth, worth living for. Like if she's like, oh, yeah, call, I have to call them later. No, now. The minute it comes out of our mouths, you email me, boop, boop, boop. I'll have a put a special alert button on my phone. <laughs> that means the way I always am. <laughs> but, Steve, from now on, all we're going to do, I don't even know. Sometimes as I'm doing this bit, and like I said, I've done the same sort of thing with Tom Martin, and the lights are changing. <laughs> it's too much fun not to do. I'm loving it. You think I'm not, not only am I, I just love it, but um, 
the, the, the bit might not be nothing because because I got to admit, if I was listening to a podcast and they were mentioning my name, silly, I wouldn't stop <laughs> listening. Never. Nobody would. And it's not crazy at all. So why do we – I turned it for the bit into this crazy person because it's funny. So we're going to go back to that. But in the real world, I get it. Are you happy, Steve? You're not crazy. Steve, Listening you to your it? name over and over again is normal. I get it. But guess what? It's a weird fucking normal. You have a sickness. I'm uh, Steve Feinart. Uh, someone's Help at the door. Me. Someone's at the door. Oh, is some, I didn't hear anybody. Yeah, no, no, I heard it, not. Oh, somebody's at the door. Hello? Oh, it's my... It's so people don't think that I'm home alone. <laughs> it sound like I have a deeper voice. What the fuck do you want? It's... No, sorry. My, my, I didn't order any food. Get the fuck away. It's... I have a German Shepherd right now, and I'm fucking it. It's... Woof, woof. It's... <laughs> okay, so... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. It's... Uh, hello? It's me. I'm Stephen Fine. Oh, it's like... Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that really was. <laughs> Hold on. What is, what is the bit now with Steve Finance? I, 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 is he here? I, I just came to deliver that order of bit of Buddha you, you wanted. I get, I get a Blu-ray and a DVD. And <laughs> it's 20 bucks. Steve. I feel bad now. Might I, might I just honestly say... Please, if you have no idea what we're talking about, no, they fucking do. watch the Bitter Buddha. No, oh, but but maybe oh, there's yeah. somebody, maybe there's somebody who doesn't know, and I mean this for real, like to George Carlin. I mean this yeah. for real. If you are listening right now to this and you have absolutely no idea, most who we're people have about, Sloan. You haven't watched it, Sloan. <laughs> fucking Sloan. watch the Bitter Buddha. Pause it. Pause the podcast now. Come back to the rest. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, because and watch the Bitter Buddha. <laughs> Watch a better Buddha come back, and then you'll get the end. You know, the guy who did the cartoons, who did a great job, I was hanging out with him at Steve Feinart's birthday. Do you know his name? I'm I think it's Alan Mesquita. It is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's a super nice guy, and uh, he, me and him had an odd, you know, uh, on the same page on something. We're both, like, sick family guy people, almost to the point, because I know I have different standards. I have some standards that I think comedy should live up to, and I think... God, why do I break the rules for them? But I want to believe that someone almost scientific could explain why it is funny what they do. But also, I'm aware that someone might go, no, it's some of it's just using stereotypes. to. But I fucking love it. I say maybe because Peter's the buffoon or the, always the moron in the thing. is it's, you know, it's a buffoon that's saying something dumb, but whatever. So, um, so he agreed with me that he doesn't think Family Guy is great. He thinks it's un fucking believable i go and we both agree like we have a lot of friends who'll be like i like it but i don't fucking love it like you he goes no i fucking love it like you and we both agreed you know he goes yeah it just does it for me and then he goes there's one thing i didn't like that they did and i went michael j fox he goes how the fuck because it just well it's a coincidence but we both you you don't like when disabled people are on television thank you <laughs> i didn't like when they they found a piece of his writing and it was like supposedly because of his parkinson's I thought, uh, why? And if it's why let someone with Parkinson's be on TV? Thank you. I'm never going to stop talking seriously. If it's <laughs> if it's funnier than it's mean, I will laugh. So, by the way, could I have been wrong? Yeah, I could be wrong. People are wrong, but for some reason, it wasn't funnier than it was mean, and that's the only time that's ever happened. Which, by the way, it's a pretty fucking big compliment to the show, you know. But um, anyway, so that's the and the guy's name who did the cartoon on the Bitter Buddha. What was his name again? Alan Mesquita. I by the way. I hung out with him and we talked a lot, but I just spaced on his. I name. used to work with his wife, so that's how I know him. Yeah, work with. Oh, I mean, it's, work with Al. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is. It's it, her. His partner, his partner. 
Uh, yeah, I used to work on his wife. Hey, I used to work on his wife, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she was a car. <laughs> What'd you do? She was a car. I had to replace. I don't oh. Know. Yeah, I, had, I had sex with his car. The show ended. <laughs> uh, but the show's just starting. Steve Fine Arts. Steve Fine Arts. Steve Fine Arts. Oh, someone's at the door. Hold on. No, no seriously. Guys, guys, I, I swear to God, it's not a bit somebody's genuinely at the door. Hello? Hi, I, I heard, I could have sworn I heard you saying my name. My name is Steve Fine Arts. I, we, I, we were, but how the hell did you hear us? I was, um, I'm a Lyft driver. <laughs> Oh, so the movie didn't go that well? Well, the movie's doing fine, but I just, I like to hand them out. If we did this. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I work as a Lyft driver and whenever someone orders it, I, it's funny because you Lyfts are supposed to do a fist pound thing. And what I do is I just give them a copy. I just give them a copy. Well, the first time I met Steve, he was like, let me give you my business card. And he gave me the script to the Bitter Buddha. The first time I met Steve? Yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. Maybe it was. It was a sunny Friday night. And the lights change. Actually, the sun came out. It was a sunny Friday night. And there was Steve with a flashlight in broad daylight on Friday midnight. He said, are you having trouble finding your car? He goes, maybe help. Maybe. (laughs) He wants some help. <laughs> Can I lend a hand? And then he tries to give me talk about bitter Buddha. Oh, yes, I my car won't start, and I was didn't have any jumper cables. Have What's you your ever, name? My name's Stephen Finer. Stephen Finer. Uh, do you have jumper cables, Steve? Yeah, I also got a copy of this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd sure love to read it, but can I get my car? Oh, no, jump- you don't have to read it. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> See the the movie the the, the jumper cables will start your car, but the movie will start your heart. You ever heard of this comedian called Eddie Pepitone? You might have seen him in a bit on Conan a few years ago. He's really funny. loves him. I made a whole documentary about him. Whatever Eddie does, I realize even if Arsenio isn't doing the best job, it's going to fucking make me it's so, he is so funny. It's the funniest. He I know, is like, so funny. When I watched, when I turned and saw that he was going to be on uh, on uh, Arsenio, I go, yeah. I know that I'm going to get enough joy out of it to to wait up and watch it. That was amazing. I need to watch that. Everything poor, that guy does. Poor Arsenio, and I want to root for him oh, in a weird poor way. Poor Arsenio, really rich, and what he I'm, hasn't aged a day. I know that's true too. But what I mean is, he has such a tough time, even difficulty with past. Where I understand, like you know, his interview styles might be different than other people's, but he's certainly comfortable. He's done that a lot. He th- doesn't need the money necessarily, although I don't know. But but when he throws the bits, he is so uncomfortable. Where almost before it annoys me, I feel bad. Like he's just not comfortable. You know, those writers are probably watching it and going, "Just relax. And yeah, just he, stop overly he producing him. it. Yeah, he gets a little bit nervous in the bit. Which hey, I get nervous at corporate shows." So I know what it's like, but like you would think you'd get comfortable after a while. Dump Cake Incorporated. Dump Cake. 
All right, that's our show. Take your jokes. Take a, a couple laugh lines. I don't know, maybe a few riffs. Throw it in the oven. You got yourself a corporate <laughs> show. Um, Do you want us to sing I uh, got a... Uh, we'll end with a request, I guess. But thank you. Not yet, but um, I want to make sure this person's name is right. They sent me this song, and every week I keep forgetting to play it. So Jay, Actually, I give Jake credit that he's like, we've never played Kenny Goldring. Kenny, Kenny Goldring. So he sent this song in. I told him like a month ago when he sent it in, I was like, this is a really good song. I like it. I want to play it on the show. And I wanted to because I remember thinking, oh, you know when you hear a song, you're like, oh, this fits right in with the show. So anyway, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll leave out on that tonight. Kenny, great song. Good night. This is great. Yeah, isn't it good? It's a trash bag, Buddha. It's a trash bag, Jake. All these little trash bag on the street. Trash bag, trash bag, trash bag. This was fun, Steve. Seriously, it's sad. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 